Hello and welcome to a Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. Boy, you really came into that like Captain America. Why? I don't know. You're just like, hello, I'm Daniel. <laughs> Language. <laughs> anyway, uh, you excited? You excited about the app? I am excited about this app. All so. Right. Uh, we got a really big episode ahead of us that I thought was going to be a really boring one up until the very last minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. Up it's, until the day we're recording. Yeah, up until the day of recording. Uh, this is E3 2021 Reactions. Yeah. Uh, first, we got a few uh, corrections. The uh, the SP version of Super Mario Kart in Switch Online mm-hmm. is called Fully Souped Up. Uh, and in that version, uh, all the cups, courses... And the 150cc level are unlocked out the gate. Nice. Uh, it's the first SP release for Super Nintendo Online. Ah. Uh, so maybe they'll add more down the line, like a like sure. a Super Metroid thing, where mm-hmm. you just have all the items or whatever. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like uh, the SP thing, I've yeah. decided. Yeah. We were having a conversation with uh, a friend of the pod, Colin about difficulty in games and how difficulty options really ought to be included in more games that they are. Yeah. And I'm really fine with, you know, Nintendo kind of going back to these older games, which were often kind of really hard because they were, they had almost like an arcade mentality to them. Yeah. uh, And saying like, you know, you can play the original if you want, or you can just do this instead. Yeah. And relax. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they are low key accessibility features. Exactly. You know, like very very kind of basically implemented. Sure. That's kind of what they can be, you know? Yeah. Uh, And that's cool. Yeah. I will, I will take that. I will take that Nintendo. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think I would ever be able to unlock 150 CC mode in actual Super Mario Kart. <laughs> I don't what what was the requirement? Uh, I don't know, but oh, okay. I, I'm guessing well, it's, whatever it is, it yeah, probably sucks. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like every attempt I've had to like beat Super Mario Kart, I don't think I ever even beat like the easiest <laughs> difficulty. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I I started with Mario Kart 64, and when I was a kid, I thought that was the first one. Huh. And so then going back, I was like, oh, the power-ups are, like, flat on the floor? Fuck this. <laughs> I've just never really played it very much. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, good for you if you're giving it a shot. Next correction, uh, Lee, my fiancé, oh. has liked Kirby games before and including Kirby Star Allies. Uh, uh, when they were growing up with their brother, they played uh, Kirby Superstar Ultra for the DS okay. mm-hmm. and, and had a good time with that. Nice. Uh, but I made them play Dreamland 3 while we were going out and they hated it. You know, that's a really cute game with a really interesting visual style. But yeah. it is, I mean, if you're coming from Kirby Superstar... As I did when I first experienced that game, it is just a very different Kirby experience. Yeah, very different, and it's also like it's it's slower. Yes, and it's it's less like exciting. Like it's yeah, it is a slower, more boring game. Oh, than yeah. Kirby, well, I mean, Superstar. Kirby Superstar is like anime Kirby. Yeah, yeah. he's like all over the place in that game. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, but no, I I love Dreamland. Mm-hmm. Like I I love how like like I love like the methodical kind of like puzzle mm-hmm. intensive version of Kirby that that is it's such a it's such a different Kirby game than almost any other Kirby game too I was actually just going to say that I was a big fan of Kirby 64 ah. and uh I played that a lot as a kid 
and that has a very similar design sensibility to mm-hmm. it. There's a lot of puzzles rating, uh, that relate to like kind of combining powers correctly because in that game you can put powers together to make new powers. Yeah, kind of having the right ones at the right time. You know, going to another part of the stage, getting what you need, coming back. Uh, so yeah, I, I I do I can enjoy a more ponderously and methodically paced Kirby game. Yeah, uh, but Leeds did not. <laughs> uh, they they did like Kirby Star Allies though, and they do love Marks. Cool. Another Kirby correction. Oh. In addition to Cubid Kirby, there is an Archer Kirby in Kirby Triple Deluxe. Okay. And on top of that. Uh, when you combine the fire and needle power in Kirby 64, oh, Kirby turns the, uh-huh, into a bow uh-huh. that shoots fire arrows, which right. is... And you uh, you you mentioned last episode that there should be a power-up where Kirby right. turns into a bow and shoots arrows. Yeah, I just forgot about that combination until yeah. right now. Yeah, I think maybe that was a subliminal thing. Perhaps. Yeah. Um, I believe uh, that correction was submitted to us by Unsaxon51. Okay. So thank you, Unsaxon. But if it wasn't... I'm sorry to whoever really submitted it. <laughs> we can, we can correct our correction. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is, is that this, it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, it's E3 okay. time. All right. Yes. So, uh, yeah, E3 happened over the course of this past weekend. Yep. Uh, there were a lot of different presentations, uh, and we made a bunch of predictions. So what what we'll do is uh, uh, we'll we'll just go over the predictions we made and and whether or not uh we got them right and also also touch on some things here and there that we didn't predict uh all right uh when when i can tie in something that's loosely related i'll do so cool from the top um our first big uh prediction was that grand theft auto 6 would show up yeah it would be set in vice city no appearance oh no from rockstar like at all actually no yeah i should say at the outset just to set expectations that every conference except one of them sucked so yeah. we'll... uh, I'd, I'd i'd say uh, i'd say one was great mm-hmm. one was solid slash decent yeah and the rest of them sucked okay yeah, yeah. that's that's being more generous than me um and like there and there were actually there were some presentations that like I respected, even if like there wasn't much for me in them. Okay. Right? Like I appreciate Jeff Keeley's Summer Game Fest. Mm-hmm. Right. I, sure. I appreciate it, uh, but that was very dull for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's no Grand Theft Auto Six. No. Uh, oh wait, sorry. Okay. Uh, one great. Okay. One solid. Uh huh. Some I respect, mm-hmm. and one just delightful. The delightful presentation being the Wholesome Games Direct. It was delightful. Yeah, which actually basically kicked off E3. That was like the first. <laughs> right. That was like the first show of E3, and uh, yeah, you know, it was it was again like a pretty low key direct, right? Right, like, as you would expect. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. Like it wasn't. Uh, it's not going to be like, hey, we're here at the Wholesome Games Direct. Here's Bayonetta, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like even like, hey, we're here at the Mother Three. Uh, we're here at the, we're here at the Wholesome Games Direct. We're announcing Mother Four. Like you know, there, there wasn't right. anything like that high scale, yeah, even right, right. even on a wholesome level. But uh, but like there were a couple of shadow drops. Oh yeah. Um, 
and uh, and yeah, just a lot of key. What what uh is were there any highlights of the of the wholesome games direct for you? There were like three Pokemon Snap clones, and yes. they all look great in their own special funky little ways. Yeah, one of them shadow dropped on the Switch for like ten bucks. Yeah, it's and that's ten awesome. bucks. Uh, I uh, didn't pick it up on the day of, but that was literally just because I recently uh, got a new. Uh, like my credit card expired and I got a new one and ah. I didn't feel like digging into my wallet to get the credit card out. <laughs> I see. That was the whole reason I haven't. As soon as I have the motivation to update my payment information on the Nintendo Switch, I'm getting that game, baby. This this does sound like a like a Sean Francis sequence of events. <laughs> Look, I was sitting on my wallet. I would have had to get up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this all lines up. This all lines up. Um I think uh, there were there were a lot of games actually like oh uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. um there there were a couple off the top of my head that feel like highlights one was uh Button City I don't remember that one what was that one um it was the one where like uh the aesthetic is kind of like three D rendered like like chibi animals oh yes yes um, right and actually this happened a few times in the wholesome direct but i realized something that i love in video games oh. I, I realize a thing that i just love every time it's in a video game mm-hmm. is when a video game has an arcade in it and you can play <laughs> the arcade games as video games inside of the video game. okay um like for example the yakuza franchise does yes. that in each of its games and i love I love that you can do that. I love that you can kind of take a break from the main story and just like play arcade games, right? That, um, <laughs> that's happened in a couple of rare games that came out for the N64. Yes. And in both cases that I can recall, they were actually required to progress through the main story. That's, <laughs> that's D- kind in, of funny. In DK64, you had to beat the original arcade Donkey Kong in order to get a golden banana. <laughs> And in Jet Force Gemini, you could go to this area that had not, uh, I, th- I think, like kind of like a fake in-universe arcade game that you had to play to get some kind of a thing. I, I, that one I remember less clearly. Okay. But yeah, uh, those might be examples of ways in which that has been implemented poorly. <laughs> but I like your version where it's just a neat little side thing. Yeah, I, I love them as neat little side things. I, I love the, I also love just the fact that like, as as an option for your character to relax in the uh-huh. game are these games yes. that, that they can play. You know, it's uh, I don't know I I it's it's such a silly little thing, mm-hmm. but I love whenever I come across it. And Button City has that. Nice. Right? Yeah. There's like, yeah. There there's an arcade in like the Button City Mall with several right. with several games that uh that your little fox <laughs> character can play. Uh huh. And the there's actually it actually got a, a demo for the Xbox this week. Oh, nice! That I haven't been able to play because I've been compiling things for this well, podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah, this this is a big season for us. E3 yeah, season. Yeah, but I definitely like I, in in the coming days I want to try it out. Cool, uh, because it looks adorable, and also like just in like a in like a reel at the end mm-hmm. was another photography game. <laughs> um. The game is called Shashingo Learn Japanese with Photography. Oh, yes. Yeah, because, like, basically, like, it shows, like, kind of hiragana or katakana Mm -hmm. or kanji on the screen, and then you, like, take a picture of the item that lines up with, with, with that word, and then it tells you the word in English. And I actually, on and off, have been trying to learn Japanese. Uh I kind of fell off of learning hiragana. 
Uh, so a that seems like a very like it. It both seems like a fun, cool little game and like a useful tool. Yeah. So I I, I love that. I yeah. Same. That's, that's super on my radar now. Like, Anything that can make doing hard things fun is great. <laughs> 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 I, I want that just like on the box art of something. I just want that in the back of the box. Right. Yeah, they can they can put to be clear, uh uh what what's the game Sh- called? Shashingo. To be clear, Shashingo, if you want to put my quote on the back of your box, feel free to do so. <laughs> my name is Sean Francis. <laughs> So that you can uh, attribute it appropriately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Francis of of a Smashing Theory. Yeah, or just Sean Francis. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The one time I'm okay with connecting you to this podcast. (laughs) Sean Francis and some other guy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, like, if you missed the Wholesome Games Direct, it's definitely worth a watch. There's, I feel like there's something in there that you will... That you will witness and and be delighted by. <laughs> I'm inclined to agree. Uh, then there was the uh, the Microsoft Bethesda conference, and one of the things we got most right was predicting that it would be a Microsoft and Bethesda conference. Yes, yeah, that was a good call. I give that really to Daniel. Though I will say, now that it's happened, that I envisioned it more as like of mini Bethesda conference being nested within the Microsoft conference. But no, it was just like, I'm Todd Howard and I'm your best friend now. (laughs) It was, it it was mostly just a fucking not Todd Howard, but, uh, he kind of bookended it. I think he was there in the beginning. No, no, that, that was, um, Oh, that, that was Microsoft guy. Uh, fucking, uh, not Phil Harrison, but Phil Spencer. Phil. Oh, Phil Spencer. That might be his name. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was Phil Spencer bookending it. Well, so right, so I should say, yeah, Phil Spencer. I remember closed it out, um, and he, to be clear, is the guy who Kyle Bosman does impressions of, where he goes, "I'm proud to announce." Yes, right? yep. <laughs> but I was thinking of Todd Howard, who did show up toward the beginning and then later. He, I think Todd I, Howard being the leather jacket wearing guy who assured us that Fallout seventy six would be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Todd Howard did show up at at some point. Yeah. Yes. Um. But yeah, Phil Phil Spencer did did bookend it. Right. Um. And yeah, like basically, like it was just him like announcing Xbox games and Bethesda games, just kind of like, just kind of scattered through. <laughs> right. Like sometimes, yeah, there there's no rhyme or reason to it. They really did just kind of, <laughs> kind of, uh, hammer in the fact that. Bethesda's now blended into the Xbox yeah. brand. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was deliberate. Oh, for sure. They yeah. really wanted us to know that if you want to play Fallout 77, you got to fucking <laughs> <laughs> come over to I'm, Xbox. I'm sure, I'm sure people are just frothing at the mouth oh, for Fallout yeah. 77. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if they released a sequel to that game? Like they're already kind of they're already like they're they're already like in full mea culpa. Yeah, mode. no, they're they're like nipple deep into the sunk cost <laughs> fallacy at this point, you know? Like they're like, Yeah, we're still updating this game. Like, no, stop. I, I just I I just want like Fallout seventy six nipple deep into the sunken cost fallacy. That's that that sounds good, man. That's great. Uh <laughs> okay, so here's here's a bunch of predictions we made yeah. and how they panned out. Sure. So I I I thought that there would be a heavy focus on Game Pass, there'd be some cool Game Pass announcements. I was right about that. Yeah. I was having I was struggling to come up with specifics. Um 
the three games that I kind of dropped were Loop Hero, mm-hmm. uh, Judgment, right, and uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, right. Um, Yakuza Like a Dragon did get a game pass yes. like Shadow Drop, basically. Yeah, it was like it's on Game Pass today. Go play it on Game <laughs> Pass right now. Uh, which I would love to do, but I want my I want to play that on the Series X instead of the one. Sure. And sure. I don't have a Series X yet because they they don't exist. They're like <laughs> they're they're like leprechaun treasures. It's all I... those Bitcoin farmers getting <laughs> getting the chips. Nobody has chips anymore. I don't know if that's so, actually true. So, some something like that. <laughs> I feel like you got the German gist. Of it. <laughs> all right, good. Uh, uh, judge. Judgment was not a Game Pass release, but I feel like it will be down the yeah. line. Got it. Uh, since, like, you know, it's connected to the Yakuza franchise, and now every, nearly <laughs> every game ever made for the Yakuza franchise is on Game Pass. Right. Uh, besides, like, the, the the zombie one that we never got in the States. Sure, that makes sense. Um, And uh, and, and Loop Hero is a no-show. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe it's time to kind of drop Loop Hero from... Maybe that's just going <laughs> to stay on PC and that's it. Could be. But other uh, Game Pass releases included uh, Back for Blood, right? Uh, that that will come to Game Pass like at launch when it launches in like October. Very cool. Um, Hades uh, is coming to the Xbox this summer, and that will launch on Game Pass. Yeah, we were we were sitting there watching the trailer and going like, "Oh, is this new Hades content?" No, it's just coming to Xbox. <laughs> yeah, yep, it's just regular Hades, uh, which makes sense. Like if. If they did make DLC for Hades, which would be great. Yes. Um, that would be the first time Supergiant Games has ever done right. a DLC for anything. They tend to just, like, make a really robust, complete-feeling yeah. game and then, like, move on to the next project. But shit, man, if they were ever going to do DLC for anything... It should be for Hades. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh... But, yeah, it was, it was, just, it was just Hades, but... If if you if you are an Xbox person listening to this and you haven't already gotten it on the other platforms that it released for, yeah, uh, turns out that it just came out on PC and Switch, right? Oh, it came, right, to, right, it right, came yes. to no other platforms, and now it's coming to Xbox and yeah. and the PlayStation. It's, it's coming to PS4 and PS5. Oh, it, it whoa, it wasn't on Sony. It, it wasn't wow. on it wasn't on Sony. That's and it's, so fucking weird. Yeah, and now it's coming to Sony and Xbox. Okay. And when it comes to Xbox, it'll be Game Pass. Okay. Uh, so get it for Xbox. Obviously, get, yeah, get it for Xbox. Like, yeah, that that's if if you're curious at all, that is an absolute get. That oh, is yeah. that is a steal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is that is the untitled goose game of 2021. <laughs> Uh, I I actually like Hades much more than I like Untitled Goose Game. That makes sense. Uh, I think it's arguably a better game. Yeah, I, I think so, absolutely. But when uh, when Untitled Goose Game came out for Xbox Game Pass, that was a great way to just play that and sure. spend no no additional money. Also, uh, ten Bethesda games uh just dropped onto right. Game Pass. Most of them for PC. Yeah. Uh, but I think like uh, I think Doom twenty sixteen is right. is is available on console game pass again and uh and and yeah, and yeah there's there there's some good bethesda stuff in there if you're into bethesda mm-hmm. um and uh and on top of that basically every upcoming nearly every single upcoming game they showed during yes. that presentation had a day one on x pass <laughs> had a day one on xbox game pass like 
thing right. that would show up afterwards. Yeah, yeah, which is excellent. Yeah, no, that like in that in that uh, way, uh, the presentation was fantastic. Yes, and uh, and I'll I'll say now this this is the solid. Uh, this is the solid uh E3 presentation I was thinking. Okay, of. yeah, sure. Yeah, like that I, makes I sense. yeah, like obviously like I I think there's one in particular that uh had many more exciting announcements <laughs> that they did, but I think they did a good job, you mm-hmm. know. They they showed some good games. They they really like delivered their message of hey, Xbox Game Pass is fucking awesome, uh-huh. and you should get it. Like uh yeah, I I think I think Xbox did a good job even if um even if some, even if it could have been more exciting. Yes. So other predictions. For the most part, we just went through Microsoft's like, uh, big pile of acquired <laughs> studios, right? And like, kind of determined whether or not it was likely that they would show up, whether yeah. they would show the thing that they're working on. Um, and for the most part, it was it was just stuff that we got right. Like, oh yeah, Psychonauts two will be there, right? Uh, yeah, obviously Psychonauts two will be there, and it was. It got a release date. That's yes, nice. True. Um. Or stuff like, oh, I, I think it's too early uh, to see the new Perfect Dark or the new Fable game. Right. And those are also right. Um, so I'll I'll focus more on like some of the more specific uh, predictions we made. Right. Uh, like Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo would not be there. Correct. Because of the PlayStation exclusivity. That was right. Uh, we predicted that the Indiana Jones game would get uh, some some stuff was not there no um we predicted that zenimax online's new ip would be revealed uh no we did predict starfield yes uh and that that would get like uh that would finally like show some stuff off of it and we get like a 2022 release and by some stuff what it turned out that was is like someone walks to a cockpit yeah i was expecting some gameplay i'm gonna be honest i was expecting some gameplay it was like yeah it was a teaser trailer of the dude in space uh Uh, but it's coming out november 11th 2022 okay uh like they've already like just nailed that release date in right um but uh but yeah and it's exclusive to uh uh to Xbox series yeah. and PC. Uh this is the first big hi we're Xbox <laughs> we have Bethesda now and uh-huh. if you have a PlayStation and you like Fallout and shit yeah start saving up buster. That's <laughs> Or get the Series S. Yeah. Or, or yeah, which is like t- what 200 bucks or something? 300 bucks. Okay, yeah, for the cost of a Switch. You yeah. They uh a little, little tiny little baby Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, get, get it. Yeah. yeah get it. Yeah. Uh, but, like, uh, but yeah, either, either way, it's like th- this is definitely them starting to kind of tug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, you know. Tug yeah, away. Yeah. You, you did. <laughs> you bought this company <laughs> for billions of dollars. Like, right. I, I get what you're doing. Yeah. Like, you, you wouldn't have done that if this wasn't part of your plan. Exactly. Um, uh, but it will it will launch on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, yeah, yeah, just just like <laughs> everything else. Um, uh, Senua Saga Hellblade Two. We said that would like get some gameplay and stuff. It was a no show. Yeah, it wasn't there at all. We thought there would be Everwild, uh, Rare's new project. Right. There'd be Everwild gameplay and details. Not only did it not show <laughs> up, but then after the Xbox presentation. Uh, like some gaming press basically was like, yeah, we we talked to people at Rare, and uh, after the creative developer of Everwild left, a new creative developer t- 
stepped in and we've basically rebooted the project. Okay. Uh, like we, we essentially have started the project over from scratch, only keeping like kind of the base concepts hmm. uh, and like our, our, our optimistic target for a release window is 2024. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Everwild fans. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, fans of a of a 90 second trailer with a cool deer in it. Yeah, if you've had that trailer up on your wall in poster form somehow, <laughs> take it down because nothing that was in it is going to be realized in reality. I'm, I'm sure that cool deer will still be in it. Nothing. I'm, sh- I'm sure, if anything, they'll keep that cool deer. That deer is getting an antler cut. Gonna be different antlers. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> uh, yeah, outside of the obvious stuff, I thought the game that would just be called Forza Motorsport would be there, but it wasn't. Instead, they just announced Forza Horizon Five. Yeah, looks great. Oh yeah, looks very cool. Yeah, uh, very pretty cars. Yes, and um, very pretty environments. Yeah, they talked a lot about the individual needles on the cacti. Yeah. And things like that. And yeah. yeah, I mean it's just a gorgeous game. Yeah, very beautifully rendered. Yes. Uh yeah. Um but yeah, ov- overall uh I think the Xbox had a pretty solid showing. Yeah. Um there there was basically one like unfortunately it was kind of low on surprises. I'd say there was one big thing that we didn't predict. Hmm. That's Arcane Studios Redfall. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Uh which basically like looks like Left for Dead, but with vampires yeah. instead of zombies. I do love the design, the character designs. Though. Yes, character yeah. designs are great. Yeah. Yeah, I I did love the character designs, both of, like, the the presumably playable characters right. and the vampires. Same. Like, yeah, like, great character design. Um, and also, like, ev- like I think... I think you would tell me that most, like, I think most studios that you would tell me is like, hey, we're, uh, we're Avalanche Studios and we're making a Left 4 Dead ripoff with vampires. Right. I'd be like, okay, uh, have fun with that, man. <laughs> but, uh, but this was, hey, we are the creators of Dishonored. Right, yes. And we are making a Left 4 Dead ripoff with vampires. And I'm like, I'm interested in that. Yeah, no, yeah, same. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by what you just said. Yeah, I've, I've liked a lot of their past work, so this, yeah. I'm, I, I want to see more. Yeah, they are, they're, they're, they're definitely, like, very, uh, very, very distinct and unique executors of their craft oh yeah and uh so i'm i'm at the very least like waiting to see what they reveal next yes um and it comes it's apparently slated for summer 2022 very cool yeah so we might not even have to wait that long to see more (laughs) uh speaking of waiting long to see things warner brothers (laughs) so we we like we did a whole big like Mm. pile of predictions for warner brothers we're like they're gonna have their own press they're gonna have their own like press conference style thing and like we're just gonna predict like appearances from all of their ips right we're gonna see more gotham Knights stuff (laughs) uh they're gonna announce a justice 3 or maybe it'll be their marvel game right right they'll announce a marvel fighting game they'll show more of of the harry potter game that we're never gonna buy and they're gonna uh they're gonna announce a matrix game (laughs) right we uh 
We were all over that. We, we were all in, and uh, Warner, like, you know, because Warner Bros. was was put down as, like, a company that's participating in E3. Right. And they did participate in E3 in that they showed back for Blood a few times. Yep. Which is a game that they're publishing. Yeah, so, uh, got juked by WB. Yeah. Michigan J. Frog just, like, spanked us. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Spanking your ass right now. No. <laughs> Send me a spank by wire. <laughs> baby, your ass on fire. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, they they said, like, basically right before the event, and I missed them saying this right before the event, they confirmed that that uh, that Batman and and their other stuff would not be present at the event, presumably because they're all going to be 2022 or later releases right. anyway, and they need more time to work on it before they can show us more stuff. Sure. Well, as Shigeru Miyamoto said, a rushed game, fucking whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him saying that. <laughs> I, I see that, just the picture of his face. Right, he said, yeah. a rushed game, <laughs> fucking whatever. Shigeru Miyamoto. That's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you all know that quote. And if you don't, look it up. <laughs> yeah, l- look that up verbatim. A rushed game, fucking whatever. You'll find it. Yeah. Piece of cake. Yep. Uh... Yeah, the the quote that I'm paraphrasing here is something like, a rushed game is bad forever, but a delayed game is eventually good. Yes. Uh, To which I would reply, uh, tell that to the people that made Duke Nukem forever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the idea is if they had delayed it even longer... Right, yeah. They might have, you know, and gotten the right team for it. Yeah. It might I mean, have I, I think in their case it was more like a delayed game is eventually canceled. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, allowing for a certain amount of capital. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're Nintendo, that's absolutely yes. true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, a company that did have... Uh, an E3 specific presentation is Square Enix. True. Should they have had no one? <laughs> At the very least, uh, they should have uh, made one of the games they presented in a way that is completely different from the way that it was. <laughs> so we we mostly predicted like you know oh uh, here's a list of like they I think after we made our episode they provided a kind of a list of things they were going to show right right uh and they said there'd be a couple surprises but the list of games we're going to show is like avengers which we mm-hmm. did predict uh life is strange which we did predict yeah um and yeah they just you know they showed those games they showed a little footage from true colors looks great yeah excited for true colors yeah uh side note uh during the nintendo direct uh life is strange remastered collection and life is strange true colors Got uh, switch ports announced. Yeah, and uh, and that's awesome. Love that shit. If, if you are exclusively a Nintendo person and you haven't experienced those games, super highly recommended. Yes. Um, I was kind of sad actually because the trailer for that, um, it showed Max and Chloe from the first game. Yes, and then they were joined by Alex Chen from the third game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, them and it's just the three of them like looking off to the sky and riding a train together. And uh, and it was a great, like, a great-looking little animated trailer, mm-hmm. but it was also kind of like, fuck Sean and Daniel Diaz. <laughs> Life is Strange 2, who the fool was that? That's, uh, <laughs> no one ever made that game. You imagined it. What I actually thought was happening, 
during the initial part of that trailer was like, oh, they're getting like a Switch exclusive little sequel game. Is that what's happening? I, like a little I, fucking thing. I thought where... that for a sec too, yeah. and that would have been very cool. But I'm also very happy that like Switch players get to play those games. Yes. Um. Yeah. The Life is Strange franchise is just uh such a cool, unique series of games that I I I'd, I'd wholeheartedly recommend anyone. The first Life is Strange was uh when we did our games of the decade, <laughs> uh right like 2011 to 2020. Uh-huh. Or twenty or twenty ten to twenty nineteen, right? Um, when we did our games of the decade, that was on my top ten. Yeah, like into yeah. the entire decade, Life is Strange one. So uh, it's a powerful experience. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, so that was nice to see a game that we already knew would be, you know, sure. Uh, well, may, maybe it's a, a bit presumptuous to say we already knew it would be good right. because Life is Strange games are subjects of jank, but still, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, and they showed, like, you know, they showed their outline for Avengers stuff. I thought that Spider-Man would be there. He's not. No. Uh, Black Panther was, though. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um. Not getting that game still. Nothing that I saw in that presentation made me want to buy Avengers more than I did previously. (laughs) So, uh, so the things we predicted, like, as far as things that could have been surprises at that event, um... Some Final Fantasy 16 stuff, right? right. Uh, or some Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2 footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, they they just, you know, no Final Fantasy 16 at all. Yeah. They, they showed some intergrade footage, yeah. right? I don't know why I felt certain that 16 was going to be there. I was yeah. just sure that, like, yeah. there was going to be, like, a maybe not a one more thing thing, but, yeah. like, that they were going to devote part of their presentation. Like, hey, yeah. here's more of this game. I, I, I wasn't that positive because, like, you know, it's already been revealed, mm-hmm. right? They could show more of it, but obviously it's not coming out for at least another year. Right. So I... I saw the possibility for them kind of cooling their heels on 16 for a while. Sure. Which they did. Yes. They cooled their heels on many things yes. for this presentation. Uh, <laughs> it, it, Square Enix was disappointing. It was yeah. a disappointing yeah. presentation. Yeah, for sure. Um, we predicted that uh, we'd see some some cool ports and remasters of old games, and we were technically right. Yeah. They announced the, uh, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series and gave us no detail at all, the, but... Uh, basically, apparently, uh, remasters like 2D remasters of Final Fantasies one through six right. are coming to iOS and Android. Yes. Um, and all we got was like ten seconds of like trailer footage. Yeah, and they were all like the tiniest. Yeah, it would be like if your your bro friend was like, "Hey, man, I got a sweet new car. You want to see a picture?" You're like, yeah, sure. Send me a picture of your sweet new car. And then it's like one pixel by one pixel. You're like, check it out. It's got go wing doors. You're like, I can't see it, man. But look at the paint job. Well, except he would also refuse to give you any details. Like, check it out. Right. Uh, oh, I can't really make it out. What's different about it? Bye. It's a car. <laughs> uh Coming to Android. But people have picked apart the trailer and like kind of like, you know, like like screen cap stills of it and kind of compared the way the sprites look to the way the sprites look right. in the original game. And they kind of all look a bit worse actually. <laughs> uh they like yeah. Um the the sprites are all kind of like vaguely FF4 quality, mm-hmm. but like brighter. Okay. And they don't look like as Garbo as like those mobile ports <laughs> of five and six did back in the yeah, day. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, they don't look that bad, but they also like they also continue to not just I don't know. 
use the original sprites. Yeah. That that still look fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's uh what they're what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> there. It's um, really weird. Yeah. I mean really the the one get is that like you'll be able to play like Final Fantasy three looking kind of like Final Fantasy four. Sure. Right? Instead of the three D remake, yes. which which uh, which can feel kind of kind of bloated, you know, mm-hmm. because they they kind of add unnecessary things to it. It'll be nice to play like a two D version of Final Fantasy three in English for like the first time. Yes, I got um, you. I got you. Yeah, like on on paper, uh, it's it's great what we could be getting, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have no details. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, uh, we also predicted that Tokyo. RPG Factory would bring their new project, and that maybe would even be like a remake of Six. Right. Uh, so close yet so far, <laughs> they did not show up at all. Nope. Uh, we thought maybe the Kingdom Hearts Disney Plus series would get revealed here. It it did not. Absolutely not. And and I did have reservations about that. I did, yeah. I did say that maybe that was the kind of thing that only Disney would be allowed to show off. Uh-huh. And maybe I'm right about that. And uh, and finally, we did get a whiff of uh, leaks, right? We heard right. Uh, we we heard some rumors about a game called Final Fantasy Origin, mm-hmm. uh, and it was supposed to be like a a Dark Souls like game right. set in the timeline, like you know, that's heavily connected to the original Final Fantasy, um, and everything about that sounded really great. Yeah. I was actually looking forward to the reveal. <laughs> what a mistake. You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. <laughs> so Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin was revealed. <laughs> and just like the second you see like the the main characters, right. like especially the the protagonist that you control, he's like He's like a dude with like a shaved head and like a buttoned up shirt no, I and mean, like jeans and then a giant sword. It's like if your bro friend was like, hey man, look, I know you were disappointed about the car, but I got some other news. I'm in a Final Fantasy <laughs> game. <laughs> and like, and it was like a, a minute and 20 seconds long, yeah, right? Or it felt like that length. And they said the word chaos, like... <laughs> 11 times in that yeah. short a period of time. Yeah. Uh mostly just like mostly just like button up shirt bro uh-huh. saying I have to kill chaos. I can't get out of here until I kill chaos. Interspersed with him attacking enemies and saying like I'm going to mess you up. <laughs> like he I, I was not endeared to him as a yeah. protagonist. Later, uh, Nomura did an interview, and he was like, I just really want to do a game about an angry man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'll always appreciate Nomura for just being himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no one can ever take that away from him. That's the truth. Uh, And, uh, and yeah, like... God, that that trailer was a big mess. Yeah. Like it, it kind of killed most of the interest I had in that concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they were like, uh, and they're like, uh, demo coming, to P- <laughs> demo coming to PS Five soon. Right? It's like, oh, but when? What do you mean by soon? Are you shadow dropping it? Did you? Right. Are you planning on shadow dropping it? But you weren't sure if it would be ready, so you just put soon <laughs> in the trailer, and then like, and then like an hour later, like you know. 
like warrior 64 tweets yeah the the demo the demo is going up now like uh, right like yeah strange stranger in paradise demo stranger of paradise demo shadow dropping today yeah and then a couple hours later okay the demo's up it's corrupted <laughs> <laughs> the, the demo's up and you cannot play it what a capstone on that experience yeah right you, you know? download that demo and it will not work yeah uh they did uh and the strange the official stranger paradise like twitter was like hey we're so sorry we're working on a fix right and then they did fix it they uploaded a version of the demo that worked two days later wow. like like at 4 a.m this morning wow the morning we're recording and yeah. i i haven't had time to download it and play it sure uh i i wanted to download it and play it mm-hmm. just so i could like give it a fair shake yeah. and talk about it on the pod but they took too long to fix it and i didn't have time uh oh. and then that was the square enix presentation God, square enix uh, what they showed one more thing that we did not predict uh, which is funny because it's something that leaks like two years ago, and then we all forgot about it. Right. Which was Eidos Montreal is making a Guardians of the Galaxy video right. game. Right. Uh, and sure does look like the Avengers game. Yeah, it, it looks it it feels it looks and feels very similar to the Avengers game. Like if they had re- released that and they were like, "Yeah, this is an expansion to the Avengers game," I would have been completely unsurprised. <laughs> yeah, nothing would have tipped me off that anything was different. But instead, it's his own game. Like it, the combat does look like a little more polished. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like it does seem to do a couple things the Avengers game doesn't. There's choice. There's yeah. dialogue trees and like choice based gameplay, which is which I think is yeah, I think it's interesting. I think that's kind of a good fit for Guardians. You okay, know? Um, like uh, you know, I I think that it will be interesting. I don't think Star Lord thinks about the choices he makes deeply enough that that system I, suits. I guess like it's more that guardians antics can sometimes have like telltale games vibes <laughs> sure you know back when they existed as they did yeah um and obviously telltale games was like at the time that telltale games actually made a guardians of the galaxy game yeah they were in the middle of like slowly falling down a giant toilet uh-huh uh so or very, quite quickly falling down at the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was... They were like... like yeah. They, 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 they like, built up momentum, yeah. like... They're halfway down, uh, they're like, I think we can make it out of this toilet. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and... I'm yeah, not paying so. any of you! <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that that all fell apart, um, and... And there was no way, just given the circumstances, that that Guardians of the Galaxy video game, yeah. actually made by Telltale, was ever <laughs> going to be good right. uh, because of the circumstances it was made in. Uh, so, therefore, seeing like a like a high budget, like seeing a, seeing that game come out with Telltale mechanics was kind of nice in a way, I guess. Okay. Um, that said, uh, I'm not really excited about that game. No. Uh, I, I was trying to like find the good in it, and then they were like, "You only play a Star Lord." Yeah. Uh, the other four characters with their very distinct move sets and more interesting potential playstyles than Star Lord are assist characters. Yeah. Like, oh. Then I started falling down a giant toilet, <laughs> a toilet of despair. And you couldn't even you can even select Groot to like grab you out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. With his big tree arm. That's true. I got to play a Star Lord and just slurp slip down in there i mean he has a jetpack yeah but it's not working because the toilet water <laughs> water 
<laughs> there was a part in the gameplay where like he, <laughs> right, he, yes. he throws uh Rocket like over a chasm so that Rocket can like hit a button to like make yeah. a bridge go over and you're like, Why doesn't why doesn't Star Lord just fly over? Right. Yeah. And then at the time you very sensibly were like, Well, maybe in this game his jetpacks aren't really like kind of for long term flight. You know, yeah. it could just be yeah. uh, that uh they're more kind of a gliding thing, and then later he just flies around with his jetpacks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that game will be fun in like an unintentional way. Yes. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe maybe it'll be enjoyable on that level. We'll see. We'll see. But uh if you if you enjoyed the Avengers game, which I also, by the way, have just have not gotten around to playing myself. Sure. If you enjoyed that, then this might be up your alley. Too. Yeah, it could be. It, it seems it looks it, like it'll just be a better version of that. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of overlap between those two games. Yeah. So yeah. Um anyway, yeah, Square, <laughs> Square Enix was event was very disappointing yeah there were a bunch was, of yeah there were a bunch of cool things that could have happened and uh yeah particularly like as a fan of their jrpg series is primarily yeah not a lot of meat for me to sink my teeth into sure although they you know they did kind of set expectations up front that their presentation was mostly going to be their western slate of games yeah but if you're nintendo and you're like uh you know okay uh, here we go this presentation will have nothing to do with our nintendo characters it's kind of <laughs> like i mean okay but why yeah show me mario yeah i mean i i feel like you know square enix their uh their japanese focused teams like to showcase their things at japanese events these mm-hmm. days um like they they have that big dragon quest stream right yeah. Like uh like a week or two right. uh before this event. If they really wanted to, they could have made the Dragon Quest stuff part of this and made mm-hmm. it seem more varied and interesting, but they really wanted to cater specifically to the Dragon Quest crowd yeah. with that stream. Um Well, I don't know what crowd they thought they were catering to uh <laughs> during this presentation, but it wasn't me or most of the people who watched it, apparently. The, the they did not they did not get a great reception. Yeah. It does not feel like they got a great reception. No. Yeah. Um Yeah, that that was kind of a bummer. Um well, you can't win them all. And Square Enix rarely does. <laughs> I feel like Square Enix has had some, like, very good, like, presentations and, like, you know, like, E3 appearances. This was not one of them. No, definitely not. Um, like, you know, like, there was that legendary Sony E3, right? And all of their best announcements were Square things, (laughs) right? Right, sure. Like, that, that was, like... That was the direct where, like, in the same direct, they were like, oh, yeah, remember Final Fantasy Versus 13? It's Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 now. Uh-huh. Guess, you know, remember Kingdom Hearts? It exists again, <laughs> right? Like, uh-huh. yeah. Like, it felt like Square Enix really, like, carried the most exciting parts yeah. of, of that If only they could do that for their own presentations, yeah. then we'd be in good shape. Final Fantasy VII Remake might have been at the same event, or maybe I'm thinking of wow. two different... Right, sure. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake, I think, was... A different event, but still, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, there are other presentations and stuff. Um, Capcom had a presentation where they showed almost nothing at all that we didn't already know about. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive. Yeah, uh, they 
They just spent like they spent the last ten minutes just talking about their esports initiative, uh-huh. like not even using that opportunity to show off like Oro from Street Fighter or right. something. Just they're just like, "Yep, we're doing esports." And I there was a tweet. It was either from Alex Valle or Jabaley. I don't remember which one of them it was, but either one of them could have done it based on their personalities. That were like they were like, uh, "Hey, so uh, what did you think of the uh, Capcom presentation? I thought it was pretty good." I was in it. <laughs> like, that was why they thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I think it was Jabaley. Which, yeah, uh, that, makes, that does, yeah, it does sound like, that does sound like a Jabaley thing. But I, I also see why you think it could be an Alex Valle. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah they like, uh, I think the one new information we got was that uh, um, Resident Evil Village... Yes. DLCs in development. Yeah, yeah. That, and that was really interesting because I assumed that they would be like working on DLC before the game was out. Yeah. But the way they worded it made it sound like they said something like, due to popular demand, we just started yes. developing yeah, no, Village that, that is, DLC. That was the general vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, we were done with this game, but <laughs> we we got so much. Yeah. We sold so many copies that <laughs> I guess we're making DLC for it now. Which is really interesting because Resident Evil 7 got a shit ton of DLC. Yeah. Uh, or at least it got like two like big like things. Yeah, there was End of Zoe. There was the one where you play as Chris Redfield. There yeah. was the one where you like kind of play as Zoe and find out more about the Baker family. At least three. Okay. Different DLC chapters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which is yeah, I mean, for like a single player survival horror game, not, yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. But yeah, I I actually just beat uh, Village. Um, uh, and, uh, not this past weekend, but a little bit earlier, and uh, I had a great time with it. Yeah. So I'm excited about yeah. that. Cool. And yeah. they also like gave a release date for Reverse or something. Yeah, but I don't fucking care about that. <laughs> I I forgot that it wasn't out yet because when you buy it, like it, they, you know, Resident Evil 8 and Reverse both get installed on in my case your PS4. Right. So then I was like, well, you know, now that I've beaten Resident Evil Village, I guess I'll try Reverse. And you boot it up, it, like, loads for a while, and then it's like, this game isn't actually out yet. And I was like, well, fuck this, and I deleted yeah. it off yeah. of my PS4. I, I kind of assumed that, like, that it was just already out, yeah. Right, and yeah. <laughs> that's, that's That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, What's even weirder is that I think that when they did this with Resident Evil 3 Remake and released whatever that side game was, yeah. it was a simultaneous release. Yeah, it was. But for this, it's like, for this shittier deathmatch game, we need more time. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, guys. All right. You know, I COVID has fucked up so much, <laughs> that's right? That's true. Like, yeah, that's COVID true. has fucked up so many development pipelines. <laughs> so, like, that... I think any other year that would seem like incompetent that a right, game developer right. did that, but I, I guess I get it this year. Yeah, sure. Yeah, this I'll, year, last year. I'll, I'll continue giving out COVID passes for the foreseeable future, <laughs> <laughs> but eventually it has to stop. Um, someday, yeah. someday one would hope. <laughs> uh, so uh, finally, we we made a big, we made some chunky predictions for Bandai Namco. Yeah, chunked it up. Uh, we said. Uh, that Tales of Arise would get some stuff. We said Scarlet Nexus would get some focus. Uh, we said uh, we said Digimon Survive would finally like uh, get like show back up, get a release date, mm-hmm. uh, get get some nice treatment, and that Elden Ring would return. 
Uh, so Tales of Rise did get uh, like a summer game fest trailer, right? Uh, Scarlet Nexus. I don't remember seeing it uh, during E3 at all. Actually, no, yeah, I don't think I did I, either. I think it's just like so close to release that like right. Uh, actually, I did see some Scarlet Nexus gameplay just like on the E3 channel at some point. Okay, so I guess there's that. Um, Digimon Survive was a no show, <laughs> but Elden Ring capped off. Uh, the Summer Game Fest kickoff. It was the one yeah. interesting announcement. That That's a little harsh, I think. But, like, it was the biggest announcement during the Summer Game Fest. I mean, I've never seen Jeff Keighley that visibly excited about anything that he's ever done. He looked like he was his head was going to explode. Uh, but besides, I, I think you're right. Uh, with the exception of being in Hideo Kojima's general presence. <laughs> okay, that's he, fair. he shows that much yeah, excitement. Yeah. For even being close to Hideo Koshima, <laughs> but anything else you've never seen that level. Right, no, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he looked like a school kid who just got a He-Man action figure. <laughs> like, he was all over Elden that, Ring. I mean, that was a big get. Oh, yeah. That, that was a big get. Big, like, big the, get. the internet, like, like, I've seen people say, like, essentially Elden Ring was a meme at this point. <laughs> right. Like, right? Like, like the, the fact that we haven't seen Elden Ring in so long was a bigger deal in the game itself. Yeah. Right? So the fact that he did get that we got to see, like, you know, like, a trailer for it that included gameplay footage. Mm-hmm. And, like, it looks solid. Like It, it looks, does. Yeah. Um, Glad George R. R. Martin is still capable of contributing to things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even though, the like, the influence looks much more Dark Souls than George R. R. Martin. Yes. Uh, but, like, yeah. Th- no, that looks that looks neat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it looks like it might be able to deliver on the concept of dark souls as an open world game that's, yeah that's cool it is yeah uh so i'm i'm ex- i'm happy for the people that are really excited about that i'm intrigued and yeah and, and yeah I'm, i i'm definitely gonna keep that on my radar see mm-hmm. see how that goes yeah yeah but yeah Bay- 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 Namco was actually another thing we're like oh Bay- Namco is on the e3 presenters list right. oh they uh cool it's tuesday afternoon uh like a like an hour or two before you recorded this they have a time slot uh mm-hmm. saved up. Let's see what what's it? Oh. Oh uh Oh, it's uh the, the entire time slot is dedicated to the Dark Pictures anthology House of Ashes. <laughs> uh, okay. Great. Yeah, carry on then. <laughs> yeah. You you haven't given us Digimon Survive news in a year. Right. And and you blocked out time for House of Ashes. Uh Pretty cool. Yeah, like I, I'm general like I'm I I generally dig the Dark Pictures anthology, mm-hmm. right? I think it's neat. It's it's weird that like, it's weird that like House of Ashes is like your cool protagonist this time <laughs> are American soldiers in Iraq uh-huh. during the Iraq War. It's like, <laughs> oh, you you want those you want those people to be cool and relatable, huh? Well, well, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of story they wind up telling with them. I don't know. I don't know if I'm interested. <laughs> like, you know, I think you could, I think you could tell an interesting story in that setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't see evidence that they could when I saw that trailer. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm content to wait and see. Yeah. Like I'll wait, but I think I know what I'll see. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much, uh, you know, kind of a paraphrasing, but generally like mm-hmm. kind of all the non-Nintendo stuff that, yes. uh, that we predicted and felt was worth covering. Now we get into that Nintendo meat. 
and meaty it was. <laughs> yeah, boy, there, there, there was, there was a lot. There was like, yeah, the, you know, TLDR. This was real good. Yeah, this, this might be like one of the best directs that's happened in like the last three years for me. I was sort of covertly watching it while working at work, and right. really had to restrain myself to stop from like screaming with glee at one point. <laughs> so, so yeah, I was yeah. a big fan of uh, the whole thing. Yeah, we we didn't get a whole lot right. I no. realized as I was going over this outline, but in the best way. Yeah, no, like I'm I'm glad like the stuff we got raw like. The stuff we didn't predict, I'm really glad is a thing. Yeah. Um, and also, like, we got at least one thing, like, so right. Oh, yeah. That, like, that I, I feel pretty good anyway. So, we'll go over the stuff we predicted. Um, we predicted that there'd be no new uh, Nintendo Switch Online, like, Nintendo or Super Nintendo games shown. Correct. As maybe Super Mario RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was right. Yeah. Uh, we predicted that maybe some Zelda content would get announced for Animal Crossing New Horizons as part of a Zelda twenty, uh, Zelda thirty fifth anniversary thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Animal Crossing did not show up at all, which I was actually a bit surprised by. Yeah, the internet has been very disappointed about that, <laughs> and I can't blame them. I'm, yeah. you know, as someone who still plays Animal Crossing today, uh, I I share in that disappointment. Yeah, there, there's definitely the vibe that like. The 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 year of content you guys got, like, yeah, uh, yeah the content you guys got from March to March, mm-hmm. that will be what you get from March to March, and then March to March, uh-huh. and then like, yeah, it it yeah. looks like it looks like basically like the the seasonal events you've witnessed will get tweaks, <laughs> but you will not see like brand new content, yeah. maybe for the rest of Animal Crossing's lifespan, which is a shame, but you know, yeah. I I feel like maybe there could be like some kind of expansion. Like I was gonna say, the, you know, it, I mean that game did so well yes. that I could see them eventually doing some kind of yeah. like twenty dollar. Uh, uh, yeah, especially because there's like there there's proof, you know, that there is content that was cut from that game. Yeah. Right. Like clearly they intended to have Brewster's Cafe in there at some right. point, and then it never manifested. <laughs> so yeah, maybe there'll be something. You That'd know? be nice. Yeah. Um. I could finally demolish my soccer field, which is my least favorite part of my island, and put something else there. <laughs> uh, I predicted a Clubhouse Games expansion uh, based on the fact that Super Mario Party got like got like an update, right? Right, like uh, that added like online play and stuff. So oh, maybe they'll maybe they'll also like add some stuff to Clubhouse Games, right? right? Because that did better than they expected. Yeah. Uh, but I now, I now feel like I have context for the Super Mario Party online update, <laughs> uh, which is that, um, uh, Mario Party Superstars was revealed during this direct, uh-huh. uh, kind of, kind of a greatest hits Mario Party game right. that, uh, that has board game maps from the N64 era. That is like, neat. Yeah, that is neat. Uh, and those were the Mario Parties I liked. And a hundred mini games, most of them kind of, uh, like, uh, you know, um, games recycled from yeah. from older Mario Party games. Uh, Remember when there were a bunch of games that involved kind of like twirling the analog stick and there was a controversy because like kids were getting blisters playing Mario Party? I, I remember then, the blisters. And then Nintendo was like, here, we're going to sell or include the game. I don't remember what it was, like a Mario glove that you can wear. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Okay. No. 
Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not sure if that was a real thing or a thing that Game Informer did to spoof that controversy. <laughs> but either way, something like that was floating around for a I, period of time. I see. Uh, so, you know, get I'm, all I'm saying is, for those of you who are picking this game up, get get your palms greased. Or you're gonna have a bad time. I mean, maybe, maybe they maybe they largely don't have the twirly games. Sure, could could be. Could yeah, be. I don't think I saw like a twirl intensive game. But, All right. Um. Uh, online play will be supported out the gates. Nice for uh for like all modes. That is what you want in a game these days. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to 2007 <laughs> Mario Party, uh, and. Um, and I think basically, like, that's how we got that Super Mario Party update, right? Yeah. They like that team figured out how to how to run Mario Party stuff online, <laughs> and uh-huh. and it was basically like that was backwards compatible with Super right. Mario Party, so they just retroactively yeah. added that functionality into the older game, uh, which they didn't have to do. So it's really nice that they did. Yeah, good stuff. They should put uh, rollback netcode. <laughs> uh, for the competitive edge in mario party anyway it's coming out october 29th 2021 yeah good 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 uh, nice nice little pre-christmas you know just enough time for your kid to be like i want mario party and then they get it for christmas yeah yeah good yeah. timing we predicted uh expansion details for hyrule warriors age of calamity yes um and we did get that uh wave one uh, we thought that i thought at least Mm -hmm. that the first wave of the expansion would get a a shadow drop right and close but no cigar yeah Uh, wave one pulse of the ancients is coming june 18th so that is in like a week yeah Yeah. like like that's close but it's not a shadow drop so i don't i don't get that one uh I thought that they would reveal Pira and Robbie as playable characters. They revealed the battle-tested guardian as a playable <laughs> character, which is just a big-ass guardian yeah. uh, that shoots blue lasers. Mm. Uh, also, what, what do they normally shoot? Uh, like purple. Okay, I'm, I'm not asking. Because oh, right, of co- I'm, oh, I'm not asking because of color blindness. I'm just asking because I genuinely have no idea. Oh yeah, no, like they're usually like it's usually like lasers of like dark energy. Oh, oh, this, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like, oh, this guardian's fighting for good. I see. Uh, so they changed the color. Put, I put some food dye in its eye. Uh, <laughs> Link in the expansion has like like cybernetic nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, they look kind of cool actually. Uh-huh. And Zelda rides the motorcycle. I mean, that's the best as, part. As a weapon. Yeah, that's the yeah, best part for that, me. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, and and what's great is, like, they didn't even show footage of her, like, using the motorcycle-like <laughs> weapon. They just show her riding the motorcycle, and then she rides it into the splash screen. Yes. And it, like, freezes on. Great. Yeah, it's great. I will say that initially, there was an announcement after that, but I thought while that was running that that was their one more thing, and I was like, this is your one more thing? The they, rest they, of your presentation was great, but holy shit. Yeah, no, they, they like, because they did say, like, they were like... Uh, they were like, they, this is the last part of the presentation, yeah, or something like yes, that. Yeah, know? exactly, and then and then they showed Age of Calamity DLC, right. and as, I, as soon as I saw them, like, oh, no, they... <laughs> They're they're following this with more Zelda stuff. They have to, <laughs> right? And, and they did, which yes. we'll get into later. Yeah. Um. Although I guess one thing I'll mention is uh, I'm a little nervous because uh, the th- the thing he showed next before the big thing he showed mm-hmm. was uh was Zelda Skyward Sword, and so we know that the game has button functionality, right? 
Right. But, but what he said is like, uh, it's like, yeah, you can control the game uh, holding the Joy-Cons and using the motion controls. Or you can play the game using buttons in handheld mode. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. No, what if dude. What if you can only use button controls if it's in handheld mode? Then I'll die. I'm I'm worried. I <laughs> I'm, will physically depart this earth. Uh, here's, here's what I think might happen. I think that will be true. People will hate that. Yeah. And then they will they will add like regular it's in your dock, but you can use it with a controller right. functionality, like, you know, yeah. within three months as as like a patch. Or they just won't like Star Fox Zero. They'll just be like, Yeah, fuck you. You don't know what you want. They they added they added inverted controls to Super Mario Sunshine on Super Mario All Stars, which we also like. There was no reason to not think they would just abandon that immediately uh-huh. because it was a limited release anyway. I mean, I would think that with it being a limited release, they would want to ensure that the most possible people buy it during the time that it's available. Yes, and that's that, why they made a fix like that. Yeah, that that is fair, but but also like, yeah, it's. I think you can make the opposite argument that like. If if we're going to stop selling it in in three months anyway, sure. then why are we making any changes, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. I hope you're right. Or I mean, you know, I hope you're right that in one way or another, that will eventually be an option because I'm not getting that game if it isn't. Yeah. I like playing Switch games in docked mode and, and handheld mode interchangeably. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I. I guess. I guess maybe there's already an answer out there, and, sure. and I'll add it in corrections. But yeah, uh, worried. Um, I predicted that uh, they would they would do the the Resident Evil Village thing with new Pokemon <laughs> Snap. Right? They'd be like, "Hey, we we sold a lot of copies of this, huh? New DLCs in development." Uh-huh. Uh But no, no, no new. mention of Pokemon Snap or any Pokemon game. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, like we predicted. You know, we predicted a them showing anything interesting about the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Right. We predicted kind of a showcase of uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh-huh. Uh, nothing. nothing. No Pokemon stuff at all. Yeah. Uh, we predicted a Mario Golf Super Rush season pass. Uh, we each took a shot at some characters. Yes. I said PD Piranha and Diddy Kong. And I said Bullet Bill and Sonic. Yeah. Uh, as in Sonic the Hedgehog. Not yes. like Not a Mario character named Sonic. Right. Yeah. Not the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so new modes were shown for Mario Golf Super Rush. There was kind of a showcase of the game. Right. Looks great. Looks, looks pretty fun, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, but they did not announce the season pass. Instead, they said that there would be free updates after release, uh, which would, which would include, like, new areas and new characters. That's even better. Yeah. So, I, so I do think that Sonic won't show up because <laughs> sonic's not the kind of character they would add for free sure uh bullet bill though maybe bullet bill all right maybe bullet bill uh i think pd piranha and diddy are or potentially shoe wins okay golf shoe wins <laughs> oh uh we predicted that splatoon 3 would give a march 2022 release date uh, and show off a battle royale mode. Right, was not present at all. No. Uh, we should state that after we recorded the Nintendo prediction episode, like within like a day or two, like a day or two before, uh, the direct went live, they were mm-hmm. like, "Hey, uh, the games we're going to show are mostly going to be games that release in 2021." Right, and if we'd known that in advance, maybe maybe sure. our predictions would have changed. Yeah, that might have changed the calculus. But the nature of this podcast, yeah, we we do have to record it. 
on days that are fixed in what we call time. <laughs> Ergo, <laughs> it can't always be uh, have all the information at once. Uh, we uh, we predicted that. Um, I think I was less certain that Project Triangle strategy would show up than you were. Like, I'm always you... certain of Project Triangle strategy. Uh, I th- yeah, I, it's I said showing, that it showed up in my heart. I said there'd be a demo feedback update if anything, but there wasn't anything. No. Did not show up at all. Nothing at all. Oh, here's here's a big well, here's a big fuck up for me. Uh, I very boldly predicted a Pokemon <laughs> Unite Shadow Drop. Yeah. But as we have already established, there was no Pokemon. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and that also means there was no Detective Pikachu two, which I which we did predict. We thought they would not be there. Right. And he was not. Goodbye, um, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, we started talking about maybe Bayonetta three could show up. Uh-huh. I was I was like I don't think so, and you're like I think I think it will. And I I slowly like went over to <laughs> oh, maybe they could showcase the Switch Pro with that actually. Uh, By the way, the Switch Pro yeah nothing <laughs> yeah has not been announced at all. Like yeah uh, that was th- that surprised me actually. Yeah 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 I that surprised me too. Uh-huh. No word of the Switch Pro at all. I wonder if they're just like moving that over to next year sure when when uh when they'll have access to more chips or whatever and hopefully better joy cons yeah hopefully better joy cons but i'm not holding my breath for that part honestly Ugh. um if drift i mean fuck man it cannot continue to be a problem on the switch pro <laughs> that would be insane but it could be a problem on the switch pro i know if they if they don't change the like like i think if they if they make new Joy-Cons for the Switch Pro, that it will not be an issue anymore, right? They'll fix that right. issue if they make new Joy-Cons for the Switch Pro, but I think they'll just make the Switch Pro compatible with old Joy-Cons. It's and just, that's it. It's so wild. It's it's like whenever Donald Trump is in a scandal. You know, <laughs> that's what the Joy-Cons are like. They're just like, yeah, we're sorry about that. Continue to buy Switches. Like, <laughs> and Joy-Cons. <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah. That's that's a huge part of the reason why I play my Switch in docked mode so much, is that I have the Pro Controller, which has not drifted. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my, my Joy-Cons are drifting right now, and that sucks. Yeah. Like, come on, guys! Yeah. What are you doing? Fixing our Joy-Cons for free, if we can muster up the energy to mail them to right, Nintendo. Right, and then I have them for weeks. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, their presentation was great, though. <laughs> <laughs> the presentation was great, but Bayonetta 3 was not there, and neither no. was the Switch Pro. Yeah. Um... Oh, we talked about the Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. Right. Uh, we thought they would show off gameplay that uh, that kind of established that it was... That it was distinct from Breath of the Wild in at least some way. Yes. Like maybe it would, you know, obviously there would be similarities, but like it wouldn't just be Breath of the Wild 2. There'd be at least one like big difference. Yeah. Right? Um, we thought that it would reveal a playable Zelda uh, yeah. in addition to Link. Right. Like maybe there'd be a co-op thing or something. And we thought that it would get a name reveal. We We took some guesses at that. I said stuff like Zelda End of the Wild, Zelda the Gerudo King... Zelda Calamity Reborn. Uh, Sean, you said Zelda Flames of the Past because yeah. you think it'll kind of be tied like Breath of the Wild, Flames right. of the Past. Uh, to the three creator gods of Hyrule lore. Yeah, or Zelda King of the Sands. Um, and then we guessed uh, that like the that it would end with the number 2022. Right. Right? 
we got one thing right. <laughs> well, one and a half things right. Sure. Um, we did get gameplay. Yeah. We did get a 2022 window. Yes. Um, they're they're aiming for a 2022 release, and that's cool. And uh, and I think the trailer did show some things that made it distinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, from like. Like the first one of the first like gameplay shots is just Link like falling from yes. the sky, and that that like looked really cool. It did. Um, but yeah, uh, one big thing that we did not get right is Zelda. Yeah, they throw her into a pit, a bottomless pit, <laughs> at the very start yeah. of the trailer. Yeah, and the then beginning she's never yeah. seen again. Yeah, the beginning of the trailer is just her falling out of holes. Like, oh, she's gone again. I mean, that's go save her again. Like. You know, it's it's so contrived. Yeah, I mean, the only way that you could like uh, fridge her harder would be to throw her into a fridge, <laughs> literally in the game. You know, like that yeah. was disappointing. Yeah, that's that's very disappointing. Um, but yeah, the rest of the trailer looked cool. Like apparently, like you'll you'll be traversing the sky in this one. Like there's a bunch of islands above Hyrule that you'll be able to explore. Now that reminds me of another Zelda game. Does uh, that remind I've, you of another Zelda game? I don't know, but if it did, it'd be pretty cool and underrated and maybe it should have good controls on the Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's definitely some parallels there, which was interesting. Yeah. Maybe deliberate ones, like mm-hmm, because like be. because Skyward Sword was one of the one of the few games that they didn't really touch on that much. Right. In Breath of the Wild, like yeah. Breath, of, Breath of the Wild has a bunch of Ocarina references. It right, has a bunch of Wind sure. Waker references, but uh, but Skyward Sword, you know, um, you you didn't really feel a lot of Skyward Sword's influence within Breath of the Wild. Right. But so now you feel a bunch of it. Yeah. They 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 did not show a title at all. Also, no, which is just weird at this point. And it's very clear that it's not going to be called Breath of the Wild two, right? Because Eiji Onoma keeps saying like, "Here's footage from our Breath of the Wild sequel game." Yeah, like, he doesn't even say two. You know, I'm assuming also that it won't be you know Flames of the Past. It might be like Skies of the Blue. I don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah. the theme is going up. Right. Yeah, not going back. Or fire. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda. Pixar's up. <laughs> uh, I'm still looking forward to that. I'm, and I think it still feels kind of like a win that we even got 2022 right. Yes. Because the, the development of that game seems so in flux. You know? uh-huh. Yeah. No, but they really seem like they've done a lot based on what they were showing us. Oh, yeah. So good, yeah. good for them. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see more. Uh, so then we uh, we predict a bunch of like port related stuff, right? right? Uh, we thought that Xenoblade Chronicles X and Star Fox Zero would not be there this time. Correct. Uh, we we bought into a rumor <laughs> that Fire Emblem Path of Radiance and slash or Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn would get Switch remasters. Well, we've never been really messed up by a rumor before, <laughs> so this was a first. Yeah, uh, yeah, Fire Emblem did not show up at all. I, you know, I think that's real, but I think it's coming, like, some point in 2022. Okay. And they're saving it. Sure. I think we could see it in, like, a September direct, and uh, and they'll be like, yeah, it's coming in spring 2022. Uh, That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Golden Sun 1 and 2 ports, like, just, like, kind of bare bones. Right. Just stick the GBA ROMs onto, like, a $40 package. They couldn't even give us that. They couldn't even give us that. Uh, Kid Icarus Uprising Deluxe, August 2021, was my prediction that wasn't correct. Yep. 
Um, There was a feeling, you know, it's like, I feel like Sakurai would supervise that, and he's not available to supervise that. Uh, there was kind of a feeling there. Maybe maybe that'll come out within the next couple of years <laughs> once he finally sunsets Smash Ultimate. Yeah, maybe. But uh but yeah, wasn't there obviously. Um and uh Earthbound Trilogy <laughs> which uh you know would include Mother 3 with some changes that made it less problematic. Absolutely uh, not. Supervised by Shigesato Aitoi. Yeah, did not show up at all. Reggie didn't lend enough of his energy to uh, this uh, presentation for that to happen. So none of those ports showed up, but a Wii U port did show up that we never <laughs> considered. Right, that's true. Uh, that port being uh, Fatal Frame made into the Black Water. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's coming uh, It's coming to the Switch and other platforms, apparently. Cool. So I, I thought that like Nintendo like had that locked down. Right. Because I think Nintendo published that last time it came out. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, just... Uh, yeah, it's coming to PS4 and 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 maybe Xbox and stuff. Okay, and I think even PC. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming to the Switch and non-Switch platforms uh, later this year. I'll look forward to that. I uh, I played a little bit of Crimson Butterfly when that came out, which is like the second Fatal Frame, I think. Right. Uh, but I've never gotten into the games more than that. But I've always kind of wanted to. Yeah, if I'm recalling right, Made into Blackwater had a very. Uh, weird release hmm. uh format where like you could play the first chapter for free hmm. and then buy the rest if you wanted okay. and i think basically on the wii u i i played the first chapter for okay free, yeah or played some of it i don't think i even beat sure. the first chapter uh but yeah um it's it's cool that that game won't be trapped on on Nintendo's <laughs> least second least popular console, yeah, exactly. Uh, for the rest, of oh its man, days. is that ahead of the Virtual Boy? Is that what it is? Yes. Oh God, uh, you, you poor baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I haven't. I don't know if the numbers are 100 percent accurate. Like, I don't know, if, yeah. for example, if it did worse than the N64, but I think it did worse than the N64. Okay, and I think it did worse than the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, second second least popular Yeesh. hardware release, I think. Um Yeah. But yeah, good 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 for for Fatal Frame. Yeah. So we also thought that there'd be some Metroid anniversary stuff. <laughs> yeah, we maybe maybe talked a bit about that. We, we went sure into little did. Details, so oh. So let's talk about the stuff we got wrong first. Okay. Um uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy with an early 2022 release date. It right. did not show up. Uh, we thought there'd be a 2022 tease for Metroid Prime 4, and we got that wrong, but not 100% wrong. Sure. Basically, like, you know, a Nintendo guy showed up and was like, <laughs> hey, uh, as you know, we're working hard on Metroid Prime 4. It's still in development. Uh, you know, we're still really looking forward to showing Metroid Prime 4 yeah. to you. However... Uh, and maybe before I continue, I'll mention we made one more one more Metroid <laughs> prediction. We predicted that uh, that there would be a new 2D Metroid game. Yep. Announced at this direct. Yep. Uh, it would be developed by Mercury Steam, <laughs> the developers of uh, Metroid: Samus Returns, uh-huh. and it would get an October 2021 release date. I think I even might have said I, you know, I didn't say that it would literally be called this. Yeah. But I think I might even have said the words Metroid Dread right. at some point. Even if you didn't, 
that might be the most accurate prediction you've ever made in your life. <laughs> I mean, even outside of this show. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I my my Smash Four prediction in that contest that I got second place in. Uh huh. Oh, I, I remember you close. when you got second place in pretty, that contest. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty close, yeah. but uh, but yeah, they they then proceeded to show off a game that initially said Metroid Five. Right. right? Uh, Which is the point when I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> because I've been waiting for a sequel to Metroid Fusion for 15 years or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then they proceeded to show a very cool looking 2D Metroid game called Metroid Dread that is releasing October 8th, 2021. <laughs> Who's it developed by, Daniel? <gasps> uh, Mercury Steam! <laughs> Mercury Stream? Uh, whoever yeah. they are, yeah. boy, did you get that right? Yeah, yep they they didn't say the developer during the direct, but then they showed like kind of a developer, right. like like a behind the scenes, the director of of Metroid Dread talking about it, yeah. and he mentions, yeah, it was uh, it's being developed by Mercury Stream, and we we hired them for this because they did such a good job of Metroid Samus Returns. Oh man, I am so ready for this game. Yeah, I'm so. This was, when I mentioned earlier, there was a moment where I had to stop myself from screaming in glee. <laughs> this was that moment. I yeah. can't, I, I, I mean, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, that's... I'm, I'm so <laughs> excited. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, another really interesting thing about this is people might recognize Metroid Dread as the name of a rumored Metroid game <laughs> that was going to come out for like 3DS or Wii U or something. Right. Uh, in like 2013 or something, yeah. right? Like that got that got quote unquote leaked right. as like as like an upcoming Metroid game, and then nothing ever came of it. And people were like, "Oh, that was fucking fake," and <laughs> moved on with their lives. Uh, in in that developer interview, uh, he goes on to say, uh, "Metroid Dread was actually in development twice before this. Wow, man! Uh, and we had to cancel it each time, right?" Uh, which means that that Metroid Dread rumor was real. The game was in development, and they shelved it. Oh wow! Yeah, and and now it's finally actually here. Ah, uh, I'm so ready for October, and it's not even because of Halloween this time. <laughs> it's because of Metroid. Yeah, no, that's that that's that's a hype reveal. That's a that that's. That's great. Yeah. That's a great It's reveal. amazing that my head didn't pop off of my body. Like, <laughs> uh, I was thrilled. I was on cloud nine. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more Metroid thoughts before we say more things that we got wrong? I've missed 2D Metroid so much. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's my yeah. thought. All right. So I thought maybe they'd announce the buddy mission bond localization this time. Yep. Nope. Was not present. I was even holding out for maybe to get revealed during like their treehouse streams. Uh, yeah. And that didn't happen either. Um, yeah. I still think it'll happen within like the next year. Right. I still sure. think they'll eventually localize that game, but uh, but not yet. Uh, Good feel samurai action game maybe did not show up. Uh, here's so there there are a few things right where where like I was really excited at the direct and I'm still really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, but then as I was writing up this outline, I'm like, wait a second, this wasn't there, <laughs> right? Like I, I had uh -huh. the realization about Fire Emblem. I was like, wait a second, right? There's yeah, no Fire yeah. Emblem at the show at all. That's weird. Like that was still a really good direct, but uh -huh. there's no Fire Emblem. Like another one of those was uh, we predicted a a new mainline Kirby game that we yes. tentatively called Kirby in the Dreamy Nap Time. Nothing tentative about it, baby. 
uh, would get either a September or October 2021 release. And uh, and then I was doing the outline yeah. uh, for the reactions. I was like, wait a minute. Kirby wasn't there. Well, Kirby was there, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like no no Kirby game announcements at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 wild. Like uh-huh. the, it has officially been a weird amount of time yes. uh since the last Kirby game came out. That's true. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh and I we uh I said that I feel like we will get a new WarioWare game by the end of 2022, <laughs> uh-huh. but I don't think that this specific direct would be the time it would get announced. Right. I've, I'm so happy I was wrong about that. Yes. Uh, they announced WarioWare Get It Together. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new, uh, a new game, um, in the franchise, uh, that honestly, like, I'm not like, I don't know how you feel about the gimmick mm-hmm. yet, which is basically like, oh yeah, you uh, you do micro games, right? But you play the micro games as different WarioWare characters, and depending on which WarioWare character you are, your controls are different, and you right. can you can solve the micro game in different ways. Um, but also, it's clear that we've designed each micro game to be beaten by any of the characters. <laughs> so, like uh-huh. you know, there's not much of a like you actually kind of risk making the micro games kind of homogenous in sure. that way, right? Like, um, like you have to make a bunch of mini games that can be beaten in one of 12 different ways. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, that, I feel like that would kind of stifle the creativity of it. Um, so like, uh, like honestly, like I'm not, I'm not super hyped for what I've seen of the game itself, but I am hyped for the fact that we're actually getting a new warrior <laughs> sure. game and I'm hyped to buy it. And uh, possibly f- <laughs> facilitate the creation of more WarioWare sure. games that can hopefully, presumably, have more interesting gimmicks. I gotcha. Um, it's coming out. Uh, it's coming out September 10th, which is the same day that Life is Strange: True Colors comes ah, out. Interesting. Uh, so Lee will just be playing through Strange Colors and sobbing while you're like, "Yes, Wario, eat that raspberry." <laughs> but the thing is, like, I want, like, I want to experience all of True Colors more than you want Wario to eat that raspberry. What I'm saying is <laughs> that, like, I'll have to like juggle experiencing both around the same time. Juggle the raspberries. <laughs> Where did the raspberries come from? I picked a fruit. <laughs> you wouldn't pick an onion? Uh, nope, I picked a raspberry, as we have established. Uh, anyway, uh, what, what will probably happen, like, fairly easily is that, like, is that True Colors will be a thing I play when Lee and I are both home. Right. And WarioWare can be a thing that I largely play on my own. Okay. Uh, but also, like, one of the things in WarioWare is the co-op. It sure. has co-op now. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I'll play it with you, Daniel. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Um, but uh, but <laughs> Thank you for your sincere attitude. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's coming out September 10th. Uh, the box art has... Just Wario on the cover, just painfully splitting his pants in half, like, like he he looks like the fact that his pants are tearing is like killing him, like he's he's like his. It's causing some kind of serious medical problem. Yeah, like he's like, like like look up WarioWare Get It Together box art for me, please. Okay, just, just right now, just look that up real quick. I'm doing it. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
He really does look pretty upset about that. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> like, like I, I actually ended up splitting a pair of my pants recently, and it wasn't nearly as traumatic. It was embarrassing, but it wasn't right. nearly as traumatic as an experience as Wario's having on that cover. No, that's true. He's really those were his favorite pants. Yeah, <laughs> not only his favorite pants, but it looks like it's causing him physical yeah, harm. They were attached to his testicles. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Wario's testicles on this podcast. Too late. <laughs> that was the last thing I wanted to do, and now here we are. Oh my god, okay, so... Uh, uh, so yeah, I am still looking forward to that game. Like The gameplay footage of it looks like cute, even if it's not revolutionary, even if it doesn't look like it's going to be my new favorite Wario sure, sure. game. I'm still looking forward to it. Uh, it's fifty bucks. I feel like forty would be like a real sweet spot for that, but I'll mm. buy it for fifty. Yeah, of course you will. You'd <laughs> yeah. buy it if it was a hundred fifty. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I'd be sad about that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'd be the one person who bought WarioWare get it together. <laughs> Taking out a mortgage to buy WarioWare. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, this is important. I just <laughs> I really need to buy the new WarioWare. Sir, this is a bank. <laughs> <laughs> and Wario. Loves banks. <laughs> True. When he steals from them. Well, here you go. <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah, that that's coming out. That's 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 when I I got right in a way, but very specifically in this situation, I got wrong. Sure, and that's a yeah, bummer. Yeah. Um. Another leak we fell for <laughs> was a new Donkey Kong game by the Mario Odyssey team, uh, and we made some predictions about that. Uh, including a holiday 2021 release, and uh, it did not show up at all. No. Uh, one thing I will say is I think this is also real. Mm-hmm. I think it is real. Okay. But I think I think it's coming out in 2022. Okay. I think they just need more time to work on it. Sure. Um, and it'll be like a holiday 2022 release. Okay. Um. So we we thought you know we thought this would be coming out for Donkey Kong's 40th anniversary. Right. right? Uh. And one thing that happened near the beginning of the direct was, uh, was like, I forget the exact wording, but it was something like a primate rolls out for right. his 20th anniversary. <laughs> uh, and before the number sank in, I'm like, you see all the bananas, like, yeah, on, yeah. like, you know, uh, and then it just like, it pans out, like it shows like earth and it just pans out into yeah. space. And, and like, it's like, wait. Wait, is this the Donkey No. No, wait, that number's wrong. But but what else could it... And then it just showed <laughs> the Super Monkey Ball Monkey going like, Wee! Until I saw the Super Monkey Ball Monkey's face, I missed the date because I was working. Right. And I was just sitting there like, is Donkey Kong going to space? <laughs> is he taking a rocket ship and going to space? I mean, that'd be incredible. I would play the shit out of that game but instead it was super monkey ball banana mania yes uh a game that is a remake of the first three monkey ball games yeah which is cool yeah 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 who doesn't love those monkeys uh not anyone in this household exactly and that's all that matters yeah lee lee was actually excited about this one nice yeah uh but yeah that wasn't donkey kong and donkey kong did not show up for the rest of the direct uh, 
We thought that Monolith Soft's new IP would show up would not be a Xeno game and would get a 2022 release date. Well, not... it wasn't a Xeno game. Yeah, because it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, some kind of Zelda spinoff from a third party, uh, Asianoma, before he showed off all the Zelda stuff, actually confirmed that there's no new Zelda Switch announcements coming out like for, for 2021, right? Right. He has nothing to show besides... He had nothing to show besides Skyward Sword and yeah. and Breath and the Breath of the Wild sequel. However, he did show off a cool Game and Watch, yeah, uh, like a Zelda Game and Watch mm-hmm. that will have Zelda One, Zelda Two, and Link's Awakening <laughs> fully uh, playable on it, which is cool. Yeah, like that. I kind of, I kind of want it, and also a funky little Game and Watch game where you play as uh, Link and you're hitting some pests. Yeah, uh, yeah, vermin. Yeah, 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 ver- vermin. Yeah, it's yeah, the, an old school, a reskin of an old school Game and Watch yes. game called Vermin, and also like a playable clock and a playable timer, where right. where while the clock and timer go down, you can you can be in a Zelda dungeon hitting that's, things with a sword. That's cute. Yeah, um, yeah, like I I kind of want I kind of want it. Okay, just just like sure, treat treat yourself. Yeah, it'd just be nice to play Link's Awakening on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it might actually be like the old original Game Boy version of Link's Awakening too. That's cool. Yeah, because I can play Link's Awakening DX sure. on my 3DS right now if I want. Mm-hmm. But the original, like, uh huh, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you want to play a black and white version with less content? <laughs> <laughs> Historically, that's that's a neat idea. Okay. okay. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, we predicted. Uh, that there would be some new uh, great Ace Attorney footage, and it would end with a teaser for Ace Attorney Seven. Right. Uh, the Capcom event did have some great Ace Attorney footage. Yes. Uh, with more Herlock Schmolms. More Herlock Schmolms. Uh, I can't believe I came up with a better fake Sherlock Holmes name for a tabletop campaign off the top of my head. Oh, it was it was like Hemlock Schultz. Hemlock right? Schultz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Herlock Schmolms. For, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I love it, it. Get I, it together, Capcom. I, I love it. I love how bad. I, I love how, like, blatantly lazy that is. Um, some people are. Uh, some people online are also like, well, Herlock Schmolms is also uh, the name they use for a Lupin spinoff for Lupin <laughs> uh, the Third. Uh. Or. Oh no, not not Lupin the Third, but actual like the original Arsene Lupin okay. books, right? Uh, like the author, right? The author of that wanted to do like he wanted to collaborate with Conan Doyle on a crossover, right? <laughs> okay, like, where, huh. where where Lupin and and Sherlock team up, and Conan Doyle was like, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that, and he was like. He's called Herlock Sholmes now, and he's an original <laughs> character. <laughs> and that and that's where that started. I see. Yeah. Uh so people are saying that Ace Attorney is now in the Lupin universe right, because of course. Of blah, yeah, because of that. Uh I think I think that's kind of a funny joke. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm I'm into, you know, that kind of like Saint Elmo's fire thing where you're like, Oh, these shared universes are actually connected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it can be funny. Um but yeah, no Ace Attorney Seven anywhere to be seen. Right. Um, I feel like we might get some kind of tease after Greatest Attorney comes out. Okay. I would hope for that. That would be nice. Um, 
We predicted Shin Megami Tensei 5 gameplay and a November 2021 release, but that also kind of leaked beforehand. Yeah. Not that all the leaks have been correct, <laughs> uh, but we believed that one too, and at least we were right on that sure. one. Um, Shin Megami Tensei 5 did get some gameplay. Yes. It's coming out November 12th. It looks dope. It does. Yeah, it looks great. Looks, looks like a cool fucking RPG. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to play it. You can you can kind of tell that the English translation wasn't ready yet, and they kind of just like edited some like right. some some English text and a funky looking font, uh-huh. uh, like over the Japanese gameplay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah, all the t- same. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for that. Uh, I like I like that you can just Naruto run when you're in the. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, we predicted that Loop Hero or Monster Train would get a Shadow Drop for the Switch. Neither no. of them showed up. Uh, we predicted Devil May Cry 4 and 5 specifically for the Switch <laughs> Pro. Uh, nope. Oh, side note. Uh, at the Direct, they showed off footage of the Guardians of the Galaxy game for the Switch. Oh, yeah. And it looked, like, better than a Switch game usually does. Uh-huh. And then, like, sometime after the Direct, uh, uh, it turned out that the the Guardians of the Galaxy for the Switch is a cloud version of the game. Yep. I'm just <laughs> never going to play one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, like, you know, especially because I tend to have all, like, every system right. in a generation. I will never, like, I will I'll always have a non-cloud uh-huh. version of the game as an alternative uh, yeah, until like... until we... Until our our future becomes like a nightmare <laughs> yes. and cloud exclusive games emerge. Oh God! I think that's not our future anymore. I think Stadia dunked so hard <laughs> that we don't have to worry about. Boy, that, did but, it! You know, yeah. I have a Stadia controller. The reason that I have one is because I bought a Google Home, and they were like, "Hey, we'll also give you a free Stadia controller and a and a free three month trial." I never did the trial. Because I was really just like, well, now I'll have a cool Bluetooth controller I can use. It's not Bluetooth. It, like, <laughs> via Wi-Fi can only connect to Chromecast to play Stadia games. So it's a paperweight. I'm never going to use that controller for anything. Is, is it a nice-looking paperweight? It's very nice-looking. I wish it was a Bluetooth paperweight, but it's not. Uh like, they're so sure that they're going to be the hot shit that they don't want you to use that controller for anything else, baby. It's all going to be for Stadia. Anyway, oh, God. Anyway, we thought there'd be a lot of Square Enix ports because yeah. Square Enix ports tend to be there. And uh, unless, unless the cloud version of, of Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy counts, uh-huh. uh, there wasn't one. Nope. Uh, there were some other third-party ports we did not predict. Okay. Um, uh, one is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Right. Uh, along with it just comes uh bundled with the first batch of DLC is kind of just sure. just baked into the base price of the game if you're getting the Switch version, which That's I guess is good. nice. Yeah. Uh it does kind of imply that you'll have to buy the other DLC for it. But, right. Uh, it's not like an ultimate edition or whatever. Yeah. But all the same, nice nice that Switch people get to play mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Sure. Uh I have that game and I haven't like I haven't played it. Uh, I have it for the Xbox One. Right. And more of interest to us. Yes. Uh, Danganronpa Decadence. Yeah. Uh, a a bundling of of all three mainline Danganronpa games for the Switch, along with a uh, like a new kind of uh, 
expanded version of like the board game mini game that's right. in V three. Uh, that basically is kind of an alternate universe, like uh, all the characters from across <laughs> the Danganronpa, you, like all the Danganronpa game characters mm-hmm. kind of in a board game setting together and they get to interact and stuff. I love that idea. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's very cool. Uh, if I watched the direct twice and yeah. if I understood right on my second watch through, uh, the bundle of the four of them yes. called Danganronpa Decadence is a physical exclusive game. Correct. Yeah, it's you if you're getting it digitally, you can buy each one separately, but yeah, it's not a bundle. Yeah, which which feels a little silly. Yeah. Yeah, like but at least you have access to all four games digitally. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um Yeah, I Yeah, I, I wish it was just also a bundle digitally called Dangarba Decadence. That'd be nice, but Me too. Uh but yeah, but at least at least there is the option to to get the games at all. You True. can still experience all of that Danganronpa stuff on your Switch sometime this year. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and I would I would absolutely recommend those games with like an asterisk. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those anime games that has that just has some real gross stuff in it. Yeah. Um yep. Uh but like the high concepts really cool the characters are very most <laughs> most of the characters are very uh, cool and likable um and like yeah like moment to moment there's some cool stuff in those games yeah no like uh you know like those those are games that like inspired me a lot creatively oh yeah uh when you i made first... a whole tabletop system based <laughs> on them yeah when i first played played those games and uh and like yeah they're uh, I think I put them in my games of the decade, mm-hmm. right? I think I think I put one of them, maybe Dangarampa two. I think so in my games of the decade, and yeah, like they're uh, in a lot of ways they're phenomenal games. Yeah, uh, but there is some straight up anime nonsense in them, yeah. and the anime nonsense kind of gets worse the later you go into the franchise. But if you have a tolerance for that, as I unfortunately, for instance, have built up over a period of time, <laughs> uh, there's a lot to like. Yeah, yeah. If if you have a tolerance for that, I'd recommend it, and. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, if, if that's, if that's so hard for you to swallow, which is completely understandable, Danganronpa, the later you get into it, the harder it will be to swallow. It's, yeah. it's, it can be kind of rough, actually. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's something hot off the presses. Okay. Nintendo says the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild does have a title, hmm. but they aren't announcing it yet because it could clue players into what happens in the game. Oh. Well, that's going to be a problem at any time (laughs) (laughs) i i bet like you know i bet like in 2022 they'll release they'll reveal what like one of the big hooks of the game is and the title will relate to that big hook legend of zelda you play as zelda (laughs) (laughs) legend of zelda oops i fell up the hole And now I'm on the island with Link. <laughs> they show a new trailer and it opens with Zelda falling down the hole and then just it's like... Whoop, just comes back up. <laughs> they just like reverse the footage. Right, yeah. 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 They reverse the footage, but then it zooms in and she does the DreamWorks grin. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they. You know, that, that gameplay footage did show very little of uh, a fucking zombie Ganondorf. That's true. So, like... Oh, that'd be cool if it like went back and forth, and you alternated between playing as Link out in the open world and Zelda like running away from Zombie Ganondorf. Oh, that'd be rad. Yeah, um, I'm not. They're not gonna do it, but yeah, that's what I'd do. I God, if if that 
if that was a really annoying fake out, like <laughs> Zelda falling down a hole, uh-huh. and then they would reveal later that you get to play as whole Zelda. Right, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Who has her own name because now she has fallen in a hole. <laughs> right, yes. uh, that yeah, that that would I like, you know, yeah, like hats yeah. off to Nintendo if, oh, they, if they if they do that shit. If but they... it's it's not going to be that. <laughs> I'm not getting my hopes up. Absolutely that not. that's I, fair. I'd rather be pleasantly surprised than hugely dis- disappointed <laughs> again. Yeah. Like disappointed twice over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um. But anyway, yeah, like uh, like the Danganronpa thing, I feel like I could have seen that coming, uh-huh. uh, but I did not. I was I was surprised by it nonetheless, and yeah. cool surprise. Yes. Uh, and finally, another bundle of things we did not predict. Uh, one of my big ones was uh, Deltarune Chapter Two Shadow Drop. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I still think this will happen at a Nintendo event. Okay. Um, like uh, like I said before, I think it might be even more likely that we see this at like the next indie world, sure. for example. Sure. That E three is just not the right stage for it. All right. Um. So I yeah I I will I will continue to to move Deltarune chapter two forward, but I think <laughs> when it does get like when it does get released, it will be the same day it is revealed, and it will be at a Nintendo event. Okay. Like cool. that that's that has been my prediction, and it stays intact. Gotcha. Um. Uh, but it was not at E3. No. Uh, Samus and Fortnite. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm actually kind of surprised it wasn't there. Yeah. No. No Fortnite at all. Was yeah. there Fortnite during E3 at all? Uh, there. I think yes. I think there was Fortnite during the summer of gaming, and we just kind of zoned it out. That's fair. I do zone that game out. Yeah. But uh, we also thought there'd be a big third-party Switch Pro game. But since there wasn't even a Switch Pro, yeah, that didn't happen. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's that's all the stuff we got wrong with a few things we got right. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. There was some other stuff we didn't predict. Yes. Um. I I forgot about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. That that got announced. That's that's basically kind of. Uh. Yeah, kind kind of a, a like a fantasy fusion with Borderlands. Right. Uh, seems like it'll be fun to to fans of that franchise. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, Summer Game Fest did have uh this game called Metal Slug Tactics. Right. Uh, which is a great looking <laughs> uh like you know like turn based tactics game with Metal yes. Slug characters with this. Excellent sprite based aesthetic. I love turn based tactics games, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited, but like, I'm, I, I've I've realized that I have uh, I have the Nether Realm problem uh, hmm. that you have with SNK, where, um, like, Are they there's secretly a trash company. And... It's there. Here's the thing. Yeah, uh, it's it's just always kind of a mummer because like. SNK themselves seem to be good developers who love what they do, uh-huh. uh, but they are majorly stock owned uh, by the Saudi Arabian man who had a journalist murdered. Oh, Mohammed bin Salman. Yep. Oh no. Yeah, he is the major stock oh, shareholder God. of SNK. That's horrible. Isn't yeah? <laughs> That's like, awful. Yeah. So like you know like I'll see like I'll like see some King of Fighters fifteen footage. I'll be like that looks like it looks right. so good. And then I'll be like, oh my god, the man who owns this company wow. essentially like like is at bare minimum an accomplice to genocide. You know like, that is a that is a 
and uh, that's just that's just wild that you, the man who car- uh, ordered that it be carried out yeah owns SNK yeah and basically. like yeah and it's yeah it's it's been kind of a, a big bummer for me just knowing that like SNK is even indirectly like tied to that yeah no that's that is yeah. <laughs> The world is such a messed up place. Yeah. So I, I uh, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like, I mean, the the whole ethical construction under capitalism thing. But this is just like a a whole like messed up level of that. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. I yeah. So I know. I I think at the very least, like, if I end up getting Metal Slug Tactics, if I end up getting, uh, um, King of Fighters fifteen, which are both games that I'm really excited about, and I really yeah. want. I I think I'll just find a good cause to donate to the kind sure. of you know. That kind of goes against like Ben Salvin's stuff. Sure, yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's like a like a kind of freedom of the press association, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, That'd be really good for that. But like you know, like I'm I'm also kind of trying trying to listen and see like if like if if that's not good enough, I should just like sure. God, that it's that that shit. It sucks. That shit sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh. I I saw that at E three. I got excited about it, and then I remember that stuff again. Uh-huh. So yeah. Uh, other <laughs> Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, yeah. That's that's really messed up. It's a big bummer. Yes. Um, there is uh, there are other video game things that happened during during E three. Uh, that we did not predict. Right. Uh, the next one is Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I didn't I didn't time. I didn't. I, 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 didn't I understand. A, yeah. You did not do that on purpose. Yeah. I didn't it's, put a lot of thought into the pacing of this. This is one the of the outline. negatives of the outline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. It's a new um. It's a new Mario Rabbit's game. Yeah. Made made by Ubisoft. Uh, looks like Mario and Rabbids. Looks like Mario and Rabbids. You know, one thing I will say about Mario and Rabbids. Uh, is I actually like unironically love Rabbit Rosalina. <laughs> yeah, that's Rabbit fair. Rosalina is so cute and funny. Actually, uh, okay, like uh, like like in the trailer, like you know, like like Mario and Rabbit Peach are about to like lead the spaceship right. with their cool weapons, and then Mario just like gestures over. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> hey, come on, let's go!" And, uh-huh. and then it just pans over to Rabbit Rosalina just like reading a storybook in a chair while like some sad Mario Galaxy movie play music plays, uh-huh. and like she just like looks so done already. Like she's like, ah, like right. like she's just so tired yeah, and sleepy, yeah. and she doesn't want to go on this adventure. No, and then like great. Mario beckons again, and she just like slides out of this chair like the third it's uh, so cute like that's is, actually like that actually i actually found that adorable like when i saw like the first mario and rabbits game mm-hmm. like i thought the humor was like cute but yeah, in kind yeah. of a kind of a like boy i'm not the target audience for this kind of way uh-huh. you know uh but i did like i did actually find rabbit readily and adorable all right so yeah I just got a text from my fiance that says, stop praising Rabbit Rosalina. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's cute. It's cute. I'm sorry. I love you. The walls are very thin here at our apartment. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, a, like a, a big, like a super blindsided like this. 
out of the non-Smash thing that we did not predict. Yeah. Uh, and that is a remake of the first two Advance Wars games yeah. called Advance Wars 1, 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. This is another one that I was just really, really excited about and uh, and really not expecting in yeah. this case. I thought Advance Wars was dead. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was d- dead with a capital D. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was gone. Um and uh and yeah like it's it looks great yeah like uh like yeah it's like uh it's with a new like kind of uh like animated like art style uh-huh. uh and the character designs are all like kind of touched up a bit to feel a bit more modern but they're yes. still like pretty faithful to the original designs yeah no the art style is just fantastic and so yeah. nostalgic for me yeah like uh <laughs> and uh and like i saw some gameplay uh at the nintendo treehouse event yeah and like you can almost kind of like see the software they're using to animate <laughs> the character models you know uh, you know the kind of feeling where it's like oh yeah i, I see like the trick sure. they did to kind of like bounce the model around uh-huh. to, to make it look like it's moving more more than you actually drew with an animation budget sure but like like there's just like little animations of like characters like kind of bobbing back and uh-huh. forth like looking really contented with themselves like that's so cute yeah like this looks so cute yeah uh i'm i'm ready yeah and uh and yeah that's that's great like uh the one thing is that like this looks like kind of a low budget remake mm-hmm. right uh and it's a remake of two like old games that doesn't seem to add much yeah uh and i kind of like i kind of just assumed like you know like i just kind of looked upon this game and my <laughs> my brain just subconsciously went that's a 40 dollar game right yeah. there and it's a 60 dollar game it is the game is 60 dollars. i'm going uh, to get it yeah uh, at launch and i'm just <laughs> trying to think of it as like two games that reach 30 dollars. that it was what i'm doing in my mind to make it acceptable to you, me you know that's that's not bad yeah that, yeah i i you know that justification makes it feel like not an awful deal uh-huh I um, still wish it was forty. Yeah, um, yeah. This this def like this this definitely like feels like it's gonna be like okay. So here's the deal: we're gonna remake these games, and we're gonna make them sixty dollars because either <laughs> a bunch of people give us sixty dollars, right. or nobody buys it and we can close the book on this forever. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Like either we have. Either like a bunch of people like buy, pay full price for this low budget game, or we finally have an excuse to never make another Advance Wars game again. I wish that I'm it... Bob Nintendo. <laughs> oh, Bob Nintendo. Yeah. I wish that I could just be like a rich person who buys millions of copies of their own book to get it on the New York Times bestseller list <laughs> and just buy millions of copies of this game so that they would have to make more. <laughs> I wish I could be my own whale <laughs> in this circumstance because I'm so excited for this game. It looks great. Yeah, no, it 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 looks it looks pretty cool. Uh and that that was a great surprise announcement. Oh yeah. Yeah, coming out December 3rd, 2021. Um and uh and yeah just um before we even talk about the smash stuff like what a direct like oh incredible yeah that that made like e3 10 times more fun by itself like the fact that they opened with smash and then it got more hype from there yeah pretty fucking cool (laughs) so let's talk about smash okay so you and i uh predicted that 
both remaining Smash characters would get announced here. Yeah. And one would be slated for, like, you know, within a month of the presentation. Yep. And the other would be slated for, uh, for like, fall 2021. Right. Uh, and I allowed us to... To each pick three characters, uh, of which two of them would would be right, right. So I said uh, Sora from Kingdom Hearts, Agumon from Digimon, and Crash Bandicoot as my three. And I said Chosen Undead uh, from Dark Souls, Arlie Naja from Puyo Puyo, and Sora from Kingdom Hearts as my three. Right, yeah. Who you who you added yes. at the last minute? I as, hopped onto yeah. the Kingdom Hearts train just as it was leaving the station. Yes, yeah. yeah. I've been riding it this whole time. You're we like, <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll get on at this stop. Uh, and first off, only one character was revealed. Yeah. Uh, which means that uh, we've still got some Smash predictions to do. Before this all ends. Right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the Smash reveal... Like, the 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 first trailer, right, was uh, was just a close-up of Ganondorf. Right. Of Ganondorf and his Ocarina of Time design. Yeah. And I see that close-up, like, oh, wow, they're starting with the Breath of the Wild sequel. Right. Right? <laughs> uh, I somehow instantly knew that it was Smash. <laughs> I, not for a second did I think it was anything else. Yeah. Well, like, it shows him, like, above, like, a, like a fiery, like a, like a fiery chasm, right? Right, right. And that's, like... That was kind of the situation in that uh-huh. original Breath of the Wild sequel trailer. That's true. I think they were definitely going for a head fake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he, and then he f- he gets thrown by an unseen figure off of the cliff and down into the fiery chasm. Right. And then, uh, and then you see a red eye glow, and it then it zooms up, and it's Kazuya Mishima yeah. from Tekken. Yep. Uh, who had just uh thrown. Gandorf into a volcano as he has done at least once in Tekken lore. Uh-huh. And then yeah, and then it it showed it showed Kazuya and and Kazuya, Kazuya from Tekken is the yeah. new is the new Smash character. Doing some Tekken combos in that game. Yeah, which doing, looked really cool. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like I I'm excited to find out like what Smash mechanic allows you to do fucking Tekken right. strings and combos. Like, I feel like like Sakurai has made that accessible somehow. Oh, for sure. Uh, like, yeah, that's that's exciting to see however that gets implemented. But, uh... So, first off, this is funny because... Tekken was not in either of our groups of three. Right. right? Uh, but... Uh, I, in particular, was very convinced that Tekken would be in the Smash roster at some point. Uh-huh. Uh, specifically, uh, Heihachi. Yes. Uh, but I also floated some other characters. Uh, none of them were Kazuya. Right. I, I was mainly between Heihachi and uh, Jin. Yes. Uh, Heihachi, who is Kazuya's father, uh-huh. and Jin, who is Kazuya's son. I didn't think it'd be <laughs> Kazuya himself. Uh, right. But I finally dropped the Tekken predictions mm-hmm. when Heihachi was released as a Mi Fighter costume. <laughs> right. I was like, okay, well, it feels like even if Kazuya wasn't the playable character, if if a Tekken character was going to be added to the game, Heihachi would be the Mi costume yeah. that was added with that update. Yeah. Right? Uh, but no, he was just like added unceremoniously alongside like uh, like Min Min or something. Right, right. Yeah. 
uh so like i i dropped i dropped heihachi and tekken in general for my predictions and and tekken was never on yours in the first place no because i would never want it to be (laughs) (laughs) but here we are uh but here we are and you know now that it's here, it does make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Bandai Namco has been working on the game with sure. Nintendo this whole time, and I felt like a Bandai Namco rep was inevitable, even uh-huh. if it wasn't Tekken. Uh, and it's Tekken, which which is also sad news for me in other ways. I guess we'll get to that in a bit. Yep. But uh, but yeah, the accuracy of that aside, I th- I loved this trailer. Yeah, this it was is, great. This is one of the funniest Smash <laughs> trailers that I've seen so far mm-hmm. because like it showed some cool Kazuya gameplay showed him stringing together combos in like really interesting ways. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then it just like, and then it just showed Kazuya <laughs> throwing a bunch of different uh-huh. smash characters. He did the volcano. Yes. Like he throws captain Falcon and then he throws uh pit uh-huh. and then he throws Min Min and Min right. Min's arm gets stuck on the cliff. So he has to <laughs> kick the rest of the uh-huh. arm down the volcano. And then he throws Marth. Uh, and then finally the, the trailer ends with him yes. dropping Kirby down the <laughs> volcano, then like pausing, then looking down to see if Kirby's fallen into the volcano. And then while he's looking down, you just see Kirby go boop, boop, right. boop, like behind him, like just float, floating away. That was my favorite part. Yeah. I mean, that was genius. Yeah, that, was that, was, that was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> what a, like, what a funny trailer no that was good it was good stuff uh and then sakurai showed up he's back uh he's back at like a studio yes uh so he's dubbed again and and he's he's dubbed i wonder if he was just dubbed for like that chunk i was wondering about that i hope not because i love dubbed sakurai (laughs) Uh, i often have to watch you know directs and stuff while i'm at work so it's nice to be able to listen while i'm doing other things right instead of having to look directly to see to understand what's happening exactly um yeah uh he's yeah he's back at the office and uh and yeah he he showed off a little more Kazuya gameplay, which which showed like, just, just like the camera position, just so that it feels more like it's footage <laughs> of like a Tekken game with worse uh-huh. graphics than Tekken Seven, yeah, instead of a Smash game. That was clever. Uh, yeah, it was very clever. And then he said that uh, that there will be a Kazuma presentation on June twenty eighth at like nine a.m. Central Time. Right. And I have a feeling that his release will be close Imminent, to then. Yeah. Although June twenty eighth is a Monday. Hmm. Okay. Um. And usually we get like Smash related releases on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Right. Um. So may maybe he'll be like, "Hey, here's Kazuya Kazuma. He comes out in July." <laughs> sure, could be. Uh. But yeah. 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 Uh. So there's one Smash character left. Yeah. Uh and I'll I'll let us I'll let us have two characters that it could be. Okay. Right? Uh so basically you'll have to remove one of Arlenaja, Chosen Undead, or Sora, and I'll have to remove one of Agumon, Crash, or Sora. I'm assuming you're removing Agumon. I'm removing Agumon. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, like Yup. Like one of my big, big points for Agumon was that he was a Bandai Namco character, yeah, and that there would be a Bandai Namco rep, 
uh, in Smash before the DLC was over. And I was right about that. I was that, uh-huh. that ended up being correct. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, there's there's a very very slim chance that we'll get two Bandai Namco reps in a row. Hmm. But some something in my heart of hearts just tells me that Agumon is not the last character to ever be released for Smash Ultimate. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like it'll be something that people will be excited about, and I think Agumon will be a cool inclusion <laughs> that most people would not be actually excited about. Okay. Uh, so I think, yeah, so I think basically the last character will be either Crash or Sora. Leaning towards Sora. Okay. I mean, um, Sora would be exciting. Yes. So he's got that going for him. Yeah. Uh, are you saying that Crash wouldn't? I just think that, you know, if you're going in terms of hype factor, Sora, obviously, like, people would lose their minds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Whereas I, I with think Crash, it's like, oh, hey, it's my, it's my buddy. Well, I, I, think, I think people would lose their minds over Crash, but it's like people in the West would lose their minds over Crash. Right. Like... Like Sora, you have people that are excited in all regions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So I am leaning towards Sora, but uh, if they don't get Sora, I think maybe it could even be like, uh, I see a lot of demand for Dante actually. Mm, okay. Um, I do feel like it will be an Eastern developed character. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I think like, I think it's less likely now that it's like Tracer from Overwatch. Sure. I think it's less likely that it's, uh that it's crash um but uh but i'm still crash and sora those are my guesses okay who are you removing well this is uh tough for me because i'm either removing chosen undead or arlie and i'm keeping sora oh because neither chosen undead nor arlie and would be particularly hype inducing final picks yeah i'm just hoping that nintendo has a little more sense than that yeah because we should at least consider the possibility yeah that like that the final ultimate character will be a hype killer yes yes that's true yeah so yeah, I'm keeping Sora. Sora is going to be one that I'm keeping, and I am also going to keep. Who do you think I'm going to keep? Predict, predict that, bitch. Uh, I think you're going to keep the chosen undead. Uh, that's interesting. I'm keeping Arlie Naja. Okay, all right. Uh, and the reason is because Arlie Naja has a personality. Basically, <laughs> that's like, Arlie Naja is kind of a more recognizable character in the sense that they are sort of their own character where yeah. the chosen undead is just like a medieval guy yeah you know running around yes uh you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pretend that i'm particularly confident that arlie not is going to be the final character but i've come this far and i i'm not willing to trade arlie in for anybody else so That's... it's arlie Naja and sora okay all right okay <laughs> that's the that's the most respectable I've seen your prediction list be in months. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, 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 what I'm really doing is predicting Sora and just letting Arlie Naja hang on to the end of Sora's Keyblade and go, wow, whenever he swings it around. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm basically just predicting Sora at this point, too. Yeah. But I think Crash has a shot. Okay. Like, but I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think it's a big shot at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nobody likes Activision. You know, <laughs> no few few people should like Activision, <laughs> like right now especially. Right. Yeah, Ugh, the company's a mess. 
It's yeah, it's it's the Bioware effect. They're just like a shell of their former selves, and all the people that you loved have left. Yeah, like they were doing cool stuff, specifically with Crash, right? Uh, and like they were doing cool stuff over at Blizzard, mm-hmm. but like all the cool stuff at Blizzard has imploded. Yes, and they have they have taken all the Crash people and made them work on Call of Duty. Right. Yeah. 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 <sighs> well, there you go. Great episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was E3. Do you have any more E3 thoughts? Any any remaining lingering E3 thoughts? You know, I'm glad that that whole thing wasn't a huge letdown, but it is mostly because of Nintendo. Yeah, oh, Nintendo. Let's be real. Nintendo rescued the hell out of that whole presentation. Yeah. There was some cool stuff. There was some cool stuff there sprinkled throughout. There was some cool stuff, but like... When we were making our predictions, we were like, man, you know, this these E3 is going to be stacked. They're going to be showing all these games that they were, you know, had to delay because of the pandemic. Yeah. And then they were just like, hey, guys, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like it, games you already knew about and ones that you don't care about and some cool stuff. And then Nintendo was like, hey, here's your entire childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think especially for... For non-Nintendo devs, I think it did kind of cement kind of a reality that uh, that COVID is still delaying a lot of yeah. projects. Yeah. yeah, which is understandable. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is. Like, I like mean, we we, like, we kind of we kind of went we kind of rode the waves of hope. Yes. But like uh, now we've crashed against the rocky cliffs of despair. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we've washed upon the beach of reality. <laughs> uh, and uh and the you... beach of reality sounds like it's from a lemony snicket book <laughs> you know? the beach of reality <laughs> yeah it kind of does I, th- I thought you were gonna say the beach of reality was like a kingdom hearts world oh yeah it could yeah. also be that uh, just imagine a moody yokushima a piano soundtrack over that Ooh yeah uh, yeah yeah i dig that um but yeah, yeah, I, I think <laughs> so, Sora watches up on it, and it's just Ansem going, "You're in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beach of reality." That's all. That's the whole bit. No, Nomura would do that, like, yes, that's like, true. like word for word, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, I, Riku. He's, like, he's data. I'm data. You're data. <laughs> then the game ends. Anyway. Yep. Uh, yeah, E3 definitely had some disappointments, was definitely largely disappointing, but I think, I think part of that is our fault. Sure. Yeah. I think part of it is our fault and also, uh, also, yeah, there, there was some cool stuff sprinkled in there and I, I think, I think the fact that E3 can still bring like presentations Mm -hmm. like this, uh, makes me kind of optimistic for, for next year when when hopefully things will the pacing of things will will be back to closer to some kind of status quo maybe it'll even be an expo instead of an experience but what an experience it was Sean. <laughs> well yes it was something <laughs> let's let's open some listener mail uh turkey legs on twitter all right uh, says, Nintendo really blew us out of the water, second only to that baller Capcom Direct, <laughs> uh, cheeky face emoji. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 has me hyped, but I'm looking forward to playing more Mario Party and WarioWare with playable 9-volt? What more can you ask for? 
Not even the Nintendo required overly long explanation for an RPG, Shin Megami Tensei Five, was bad. Not even that was bad. Five out of five rabid Luma stars. The thank you, Turkey Legs, for reminding me that during the Shin Megami Tensei thing, there was just a really intense announcer going like, this is a world of gods and demons. <laughs> yeah. You can blend them together in a blender to make a smoothie. Like, she was, <laughs> she was just really into everything. Gee, she was really about. into into that, yeah. Uh, Turkey Legs, thanks for reminding me <laughs> about... Uh, the fact that Mario and Rabbids includes like a new species of creature that is canonically the fusion of Lumas from uh-huh. from Mario Galaxy and Rabbids. Like Rabbids and Lumas have fused together to create these new like weird rabbit eared Luma star things called Sparks. You know, uh, Turkey Legs unthanks for reminding Daniel <laughs> of that because I hate that. <laughs> it. it... <laughs> Like there, there is some kind of trailer that explains it. it's like, oh yes, and and they're accompanied by the sparks, the fusion of of rabbits and lumas. Like that's canonically what they are. Oh, Holy boy. shit! Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a thing. Thanks, turkey legs. <laughs> uh, thanks, turkey legs. We got an email from James M. All right, McLeod. Hey guys, overall the Direct was great. I'm excited for Mario Party Superstars, Breath of the Wild 2, and Metroid Dread. Advance Wars is also intriguing. Not sure what became of the rumored upgraded Switch, but now my prediction is that we won't see it until 2022. Except for Breath of the Wild 2, I don't know that any of the titles we saw today would need the upgraded hardware specs. Hmm. Inclusion of Tekken and Smash was not my favorite pick, but I have to acknowledge the contributions of Tekken to the fighting genre. James. Yeah, great, uh, great letter. Yeah, 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 good, good points all around. Absolutely, um, I, I agree that we might not see the Switch Pro until next year. Yeah, I think. That, I mean, if they were going to announce it, you know, you'd think that it would be at E three. Yeah, so I agree. Or you know, right before E three, so <laughs> that the announcement <laughs> right. wouldn't like muck up their E three directs. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, can you imagine if their one more thing was Switch Pro? Uh, yeah, that'd be kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it wouldn't be my kind of announcement, that's exactly. for sure. Um, but yeah, and and I do think that, yeah, it, it's, I think it's important to point out that, yeah, Tekken makes a lot of sense, like, historically and, like, yes. representation-wise. Like, Tekken is a huge-ass franchise that does deserve to be in Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Even though all of the costumes are just people wearing t-shirts. Not all of them. Every single one. Panda doesn't wear any clothes sometimes. Because it's a bear. Yeah, but... Therefore, no, that's not a <laughs> counterpoint to my shirt. Point. <laughs> you said all of them. Panda's right there. The, the, this is panda erasure. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. Uh, yep, it is. Uh, so next uh, mail. Oh yeah, thanks James M. <laughs> thanks James M. For making me realize what a horrible person <laughs> I've chosen as a co-host. Uh, uh, not and freak on Twitter says, "Where was Fire Emblem?" <laughs> That's what we want to know. Also, for the Tekken character, I'm realizing seeing other fighting game characters join Smash isn't as exciting because I enjoy seeing characters from outside the genre Hmm. be adapted into the game. WarioWare and Metroid seemed cool, but is Zelda secretly one of the characters we see in that Breath of the Wild trailer? Because the hair and the lack of face in some shots 
looks suspicious. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so this is a really interesting point, Not in Freak. Uh, The idea that that actually they stealthily just put playable (laughs) Zelda in the trailers, Uh but from angles where we would assume it might be Link. Right, she's pulling a chic. Yeah, because Link does, like, the playable character does have longer hair, uh, right, Like than Link usually does okay. in, in some of those gameplay shots. I like this conspiracy theory. Yeah, I, I did look at the trailers again after looking at this tweet, and I did notice that whenever, whenever the character has long hair, uh, they also have a shirt that, like, uh, that from the back is, like, cut down the middle almost. Hmm. Basically, uh... It's is the kind of it's the kind of shirt where like half like the left half is there yeah. and the right half is like bare skin. Oh, right. Okay. So like basically like there's like like you turn around and you'd see Link's nipple. Okay. You'd see you'd see Link's right nipple. Sure. Yeah. Either either way, uh yeah, I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I guess I guess Link I guess Zelda could have like a, a like a chic form, sure. right? Where that's not an issue. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I, I I doubt it, but that would be cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I I agree. And and I'm still kind of I'm still kind of holding out a little bit of hope now for like <laughs> just cutting the Zelda at the bottom of the uh-huh. pit, doing some cool shit. It's like reverse, uh, you know, when you play as Peach in in uh, Paper Mario. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. just going down instead of up. Yes, not up into space, down right. into the ground. Uh, and finally. Garrett D messaged our Facebook page. All right. And said, Can you think of a fighting game character archetype that can modify stats on the fly? Huh. Not so much just swapping like Pyrrha and Mithra or temporary stat changes like Shulk, but is there some character that can just like change attributes? Uh huh. Follow up question Is there an archetype that you think Smash is missing out on or a good character that would fit a missing archetype? Example, I think Smash could entertain a reversal style fighter, hmm. apparently Geese from King of Fighters, uh, through Girahim. Oh, okay. Uh, let me know your thoughts. All right. Uh, thanks, Garrett. Yes, thanks, Garrett. So, uh, so in terms of characters that can just like kind of change their stats and keep them that way for the rest of their match. Yeah. I feel like maybe a Blaze Blue character does that or something. Oh, uh, you know what? Um. Aria from Killer Instinct. Aria from Killer yeah. Instinct. So uh, the way that Aria works in Killer Instinct is that she has um, three kind of like uh, she's a robot and yeah. she can kind of swap her parts out and each part has its own health bar. Yeah. And so in that way, she's like a Marvel character, basically, and you're yeah. kind of switching characters, but she's actually just switching to different pieces of herself. Yeah. And it affects the move she has and I think like her speed and other stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the I think that's the most direct uh version of that that I can think of. Yeah. I guess I guess technically you could consider that just like a character swap character. Sure, but, but thematically. Yeah, the thematically at least, yeah. 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 In terms of archetypes that could be added to Smash that don't really exist yet, um yeah. I uh I think there's kind of implementations of this to an extent, like kind of, uh, there's, there's Lucario and Joker, right? Where the more damage you take, mm-hmm. the more powerful they get, or at least like they take damage and then they gain access to new abilities. Sure. Um, but, uh, but I think like a true, like momentum character mm. where like, uh, 
like kind of like a jump pay, right? Where you keep sure. where you keep uh, in jump pay in Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, <laughs> where he has a baseball bat, and whenever he uh, he hits opponents with his baseball bat, it adds to his baseball score, uh-huh. and the higher his baseball score is, uh, the stronger, faster, uh, and and more powerful he is right. and he like and he starts like healing himself like automatically <laughs> and like uh basically just like uh just the more you are consistently doing certain things as a character uh the more powerful that character gets sure there there isn't really something like that in smash yet i don't think okay. right and i I think Agumon could have been that character, <laughs> like, you know, doing, like, doing certain actions would kind of, kind of determine what he would digivolve mm-hmm. into, and then, uh, and then, like, and then he would digivolve and become more powerful, you know? Yes. Uh, that also could have been your stat change character right there. That's true. Uh, but uh, I don't think that Agumon will exist in Smash anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for me, what I was thinking is, um, I don't think there are any grapplers in Smash. By which I mean, I don't think there are characters whose special moves just go through a character's shield bubble. Hmm. Um, that's what I would like to see, is kind of a slow, lumbering character that you have to be very fleet of foot around because they can, you know... With one kind of grab and not a lot of finesse, they can just add thirty percent to your damage bar. I, there are characters with command grabs, and I think they go through shields. Like like who? Like, like Bowser's command grab. Uh, I don't think that goes through shield. It doesn't go through shields. No. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, we can leave that for corrections. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. It, like if if that character doesn't exist, it would be cool to. Yeah. Yeah, because... Just throw Zangief in there. Because regular throws go through shields, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I just want more of that. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you just don't like shields. Uh, I mean, they're fine. Really, in the matches that we do, neither of us uses shields very often. <laughs> yeah, no, so. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forget to block often in games <laughs> even that don't make blocking its own button that i forget to use you know i'm a pretty i'm a pretty judicious blocker outside of smash yeah i'm pretty good about blocking but in smash for whatever reason you know my brain just turns off head empty i've i've gotten better at blocking in back to block games okay right right. but in games like netherrealm Uh like games where blocking is a button sure i just i just forget or i or i hold back and i die (laughs) yeah that's fair yeah uh, but but yeah, good interesting question. Thank you, Garrett. Yeah, thanks, Garrett. All right, if uh, if there's anything you want in this world, <laughs> then let it be hearing more of our conversations on a subscription level format. Because if that is what you desire, then boy. Do I have an option for you? It's, uh, it's, it's I am an all-powerful genie. I will grant you one <laughs> wish. I wish that I could hear Daniel's and Sean's thoughts on a subscription level service. <laughs> <laughs> and your wish has already been granted. <laughs> your wish is on patreon.com slash beep boop group. 
And although you have utilized the genie, you still have to pay for this. <laughs> but you can pay as little as a dollar and have access to to exclusive podcasts that we do. Um, you can also get Discord access, uh, or you can uh, get after credits special thanks from us. Um, all sorts of options. If if you like hearing us, maybe check that out. Well, thanks, Mr. Genie. That was a very involved explanation. <laughs> I'm not the genie. I'm, I'm just Daniel. I'm just Daniel telling Time you. Time to go back to my lab for a thousand years. <laughs> when I will grant this same wish to Daniels and Sean's great, 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 grandchildren. Do do we have kids? I'm sure. Together? No, no. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of what you made it sound child like. My grandchild. Yeah, all right. It's, you kind of made it sound like we we raise a child, we raise at least one child together. Well, and then our our ancestors, our 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 descendants. Yeah, yeah. Our ancestors backwards in time. Yeah, it's like nineteen hundred, and our child appears. <laughs> I think this bit's getting away from us. And then, no, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, check that out if you want. Next time on a Smashing yes. Theory, I think we're gonna wait until Kazia comes out and then do an episode. Cool about about Kazia being playable. All right, uh, and uh, and we'll you know we'll cover we'll cover the Sakurai yes. showcase and uh, our own impressions. Yes, and our own yeah. impressions of of Kazuya assuming like he comes out a decent time maybe maybe if he's like hey here's here's Kazuya he comes out in mid-July right we'll just be like okay here's the presentation yeah um but yeah we'll we'll do Kazuya impressions yeah yeah Ka- either way yeah Ka- Kazuya impressions next time on a smashing theory um yeah thanks for listening to all of three stuff yeah hope you enjoyed this this ride that you took with us and uh and looking looking forward for the train to keep chugging as we as we get closer to smash last character station and in the meantime <laughs> all aboard on the i hope you have a smashing dive express choo choo all right bye bye Special thanks. Special thanks. Special thanks to Lano. Thanks to Lano. <laughs> thanks, Lano. Thanks. <laughs> Lano, you, you touched base with me recently, and I miss you a lot. Yeah. Uh, special thanks to Nymph. Thanks, Nymph. Yeah. Nymph, hope, hope you're doing well. Yes, indeed. Uh, you're you're drawing lots of frogs still. Yeah, you you keep those frogs going. Keep keep them keep them hopping. Yeah, hop those frogs. Special thanks to my fiance Lee. Thanks, Lee. I really liked watching all of the E3 stuff with you. Yeah, this, I didn't this get past to do weekend. that. Yeah, you largely <laughs> didn't. Um, and uh, and yeah, I'm I'm excited to play like Life is Strange with you when that comes out. Nice. And, and it may be a little bit of WarioWare if you're down for it. All right. Thanks, baby. Thanks, Lee. <laughs>
special thanks to Mr. Cobra Luigi. <coughs> Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time in the middle of it, I'm always like, I should be more conscientious of my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Is does Mario conscientious of his neighbors? He doesn't really have any neighbors. Yeah, I was uh, my follow-up question was gonna be, does Mario really have any neighbors? Maybe you know Luigi. Yeah. But that's his roommate. Yeah, but I mean, just imagine if, like, Mario's on the top bunk and Luigi's on the bottom bunk. It's three in the morning, and you, Luigi just hears, Wahoo! He, like, bangs his head on the bed. The, the, this has absolutely happened to Mario and Luigi in real life. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Mario's, like, having a dream that he's stomping on Bowser's head. <laughs> he's like, Whoa! 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 He's like, oh, Mario. Oh. oh, he's having that dream again. I gotta go into my basement so I can write in my diary, which is a real thing that happened in Paper Mario. <laughs> this is how I uh, how I describe things to uh, myself. Well, now I'm gonna go to the store. It's where I like to go to get the bread. <laughs> At three in the morning? Ah, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi's not open. <laughs> I'm going to break it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Thanks, man. Special thanks to Cool Game. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's try that again. Uh-huh. <laughs> thanks, Cool Game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thanks, Cool Game. You're a guy who I said thanks to just now. Thanks, Cool Game. Yeah, man. <laughs> Special thanks to Vinny G. Hey, Vinny. Vinny, 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 Vinny. You got the G at the end of your name. It's a G for great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vinny, I hope you enjoyed E3. Yes. Or I hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about E3. <laughs> right, I don't yes. know if you're one of the people that just like, we are your main source of game news. <laughs> but if so, glad to be that source. Yes. Special thanks to Steve with two E's. Oh my god, not one E but two? That's a deal. That's BOGO. <laughs> BOGO E. Oh, wow, you, you you found Steve's bid immediately. Yeah, I mean, it's... come on. You throw two E's in your name, it's like, what are you doing? You're giving me an E buffet. You're giving me a buffet yay because it's got two E's in it now. It's extra excellent. I, f- I feel like I know what an alternate reality version of you who does stand-up would be like now. <laughs> and uh, I I mean this in the kindest way possible. <laughs> Look, man. If the alternate reality version of me were doing stand-up, he would be doing it on a cruise ship. <laughs> I would not have, like... Uh, like a Lewis Black career. <laughs> oh, the boat captain. Boat, boat, boat. Captain, captain, captain. Oh, I bet you've worn a lot of caps in your day, huh? Because you're a captain. Sailor on the high seas, like my friend Kathleen here in the front row. Uh, his name starts with a C, and it's capitalized. High seas. <laughs> She I'm, is my mother, <laughs> whose, whose name is Kathleen in real life. Yeah, I was about to say, she was, came on the cruise ship. To watch. I was literally about to say, it's like, oh, I was glad your mom came. <laughs> your mom would absolutely 
like oh, come, come to your... if if I were a stand-up comedian on a cruise ship, she would be on like the first three cruises. That yeah, I went on. yeah, just to support you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're Kathleen's a gem. Yeah. And so is Steve with two E's. And so is Steve with two E's. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Steve. <laughs> we we got there. Yeah. Special thanks to all of our special thanks patrons. If you would like to be special thanked, you can go to patreon.com slash boop group. Give us $20 and this will happen. Yeah, you'll love it. <laughs> what, what bit will I think of for your name? And how quickly in milliseconds will Daniel get sick of it? You can only find out if you pay us. $20. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye.